and welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to an episode of Eternal Champions. I am your host and shaper, Michael DeLeon. I am joined today by the none other than Vash, who plays Darnum. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Ernie, who plays Mirthal. What up? Next time run your rumble. And last but not least, we have our supreme Omega. No, I'm not saying that word. I'm applying the Cassius Marsh rule. Lord, also known as JB, who plays Valak. It's Morbin time. Son of every a bitch. T- every time. <laughs> and Mike, first, and remember, remember how you got the inspiration for... Uh, and Bakino. Yes, just, and we talked about that about when we recorded um, <laughs> Beneath the Sheets, too. So. Yeah, you'll have to be part of our soon eventually Patreon to find out. So if exactly. You want to find out, just join one that's up. Yes, when it comes when it comes up. Wow. Totally yes, shit. when it comes no. to yeah. <laughs> we, we can't get away from it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. The morb, anyway. is, the morb is in within you guys. Okay, sorry, <laughs> Mike. Let's just start <laughs> Use the morb, Luke. No. See, yeah, Darnum is jumping up. You see, Darnum just jump off the balcony of the blue of the blue mask. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like fourteen oh eight. Darnum's one of those like ghosts and just exploring John Cusack's character just leap out of the window of the uh, what's it called the, the dolphin. But are you ghost snapper though? <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Where's Doctor Rod? I wish to. I wish to turn coat, sir. Anyway, <laughs> last time on Eternal Champions, after repelling the forces of Calgrim and securing the Kiasi city of Freyord, the party decided to set forth on pursuing a one Dr. Xander Narad, who has been a thorn in their side since their arrival in Loria. Upon departing and flying over to the realm of Alataria, where the doctor is said to have his estate, Mirthal and Astraos summoned the ruinous being known as Get Got Good. <clears throat> there, Get Got Good told them that there was a traitor in their midst, thus starting off a chain reaction of events for them trying to figure out who it may be. Ultimately, Astraos cast a detect magic and found a strange object within a incapacitated Udil, <clears throat> who was being laid to rest, and found that the object in question was none other than a ring, casting this guy's self onto himself to make himself seem like Udil. He placed the ring on his finger and found out that it was a way of communicating with none other than a one Calgrim. <coughs> Upon this revelation, <clears throat> Mirthal and Astraeus, immediately after a night's rest, proceeded to tell Darnum, if I'm not mistaken, of what had transpired, and Valak was just awakening as the ship arrived around the forested borders of a one Dr. Narad's estate. And so that is where we will pick up. Darnum, Mirthal, and Astraeus are together. I'm assuming in the mess hall, <clears throat> and he has just been f- informed of the potential treachery of one of their longest companions, <clears throat> and Valak is just arriving in the mess hall. The table is yours, gentlemen. Who would like to begin? Um, <clears throat> I'll 
I'm not sure how it best uses information on them, but we have to figure out how we either finish your advantage or we either drop you off somewhere and be done with it. Well, if we drop him off anywhere, there's nothing stopping him from letting, from making our intentions known to certain parties. Wait, wait, well, by the way, um, by the way, Shaper, do we notice that Valak is in the room already? Valak is, Valak, uh, how loud are you when you're entering in a room? He's got to make a glorious appearance every day. Okay, yeah, you're <laughs> hearing the thunderous footfalls of Valak. So, yeah. Champion of Gracchus. <laughs> so, yeah, I, so, I, so I'll keep phrasing the way I phrased it, because I know, because I'll clock that Valak is walking in. And I don't, and, because at this point, I don't know that they've told Valak yet, so. Mm-hmm. Or rather, they haven't told Valak yet. I'm assuming. There we go. That that makes more yeah. sense. There you go. Me speak words good. It's okay. It's a long night. Oh, you're still more. It's all new. Wait, what? Hey, wow. wait a minute. <laughs> Damn. That Eldican. That 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 Eldican supremacy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I see how. See, there's a reason why. There's a reason why we turned. We we had you all in. No, nope, you know what? I'm gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, right. Damn, <laughs> this got fucking dark real quick. That's right. Yeah. It's a double turn. Sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, like I'll, like you see, you notice, darn I'm Like I feel like I feel like in Mirthal since you're talking, like you'll notice that you see my eyes f- trail to where Valak is entering, so that you know that he's walking in when I say this. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he can be trusted. <sighs> yeah, I'll, you know, I'll uh, put my eye where I'm looking at his, where he's looking real quick. I'll look back. I'll say. I'll say if you can find a way to break it to him gently, or at the very least make sure. Wait, you've known him longer than I have. Do you think he'll be he? Do you have you ever noticed he's handled good bad news well? I mean, the last time we needed information from someone, he ripped the arms off. Yeah, I was there for that. Maybe you maybe you say somewhere. Um, maybe make sure I'll make sure Udil's not in. I mean, make not uh, available when well, you tell him. Right now. The person in question is drunk off their ass. So we're never rid of them now to time. I... But for in the very... I feel, like, I feel like I told this to Australis as well. At the very least, we need to know exactly why. This, it could... It, this may not be even be um, uh, purposeful. It could be uh, compulsory or against his will. Well, Ashrael used that ring, and he still has him with the bottom. I sincerely doubt it's compulsory. Well, I, we, uh, well, I'll go inform Sanper of uh, some developments, but and I'll just like I'll leave. Uh, I'll let the floor be yours to tell Valak however you choose to. Do you have a break? Uh, Shaper, do I have a break? Yes, you have a break. Yes. It can hold roughly about, like, four people comfortably. It can hold four people comfortably. I would say I can inform Sanper to relocate uh, our person of interest there for the time being. Honestly, if most of the time when we try spending this, I think that's the safest bet. All right, so I'll pat Marathon on the shoulder and then get up and start making my way toward, like, making my way out of, out of, the, out of the mess hall. Okay. And as you depart from the mess hall, Valak, you begin to arrive as Darnum leaves. Uh, and you... Go ahead. 
Morning, Mirthal. How you doing, man? Uh, you know, just stretching in the morning. Got to loosen the muscles. Uh, who, where's the waiter? Got to, no. got to get that protein in today. It's gonna be a long day. Yeah, it is. Need, need lots of meat today. Before I get, <laughs> if I don't eat in the morning, I get real cranky, real bad. Well, while we have to eat, then, and then there's something I kind of need to tell you. Yeah, that's fine. Just, yeah, let's get, we need to get some food first. Yeah, why don't we? I'll open the help. Not yeah, there are, there are several Kiasis walking around. You know that Darnum's crew is predominantly Kiasis. Um, hey, uh, can we get some rum over here from the big guy and something for us to as well? Absolutely. What is it that you would like? Plenty like of a, meat for that man there. Yeah, I point like a lot of meat. I got a long day ahead. I'll bring you a whole hog. How does that sound? Oh, that's what I'm talking about. And for you, Mr. Mirtho? Uh, I'll keep me light today. Okay, uh, simple eggs and some customary grains, possibly? Perfect. All right, coming right up. I'll Why, be right back. You. And the Kiasi departs. You know, Mirtho, if you want to be big like Valg one day, you got to eat lots of meat. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I don't think even if I do eat them of me, I'd ever be as big as you, my friend. That is true. You, you are a mountain muscle. I am just me. But we have all the details, so. Oh, I know. We got, uh, we, we got that same cool ability, though, so we should be able to, uh, stop Calgram, or at least prevent him from killing us. Hopefully. And if not, we'll try breaking the hell out of him, so it's all good. I don't know much about it, so I've only used it a couple times. Well, you definitely do some uh, training whenever Aster's back. That guy's always busy. Yeah, but he's worth taking the time and having a lesson with. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's definitely... But Valk gotta go actually go back to that town. Valk need to find a someone who can help with my uh control over the beast inside. Oh, and you're talking about Rayo Hollow, not Yes. Okay. Yep. At some point I need to go back to Great Oak Hollow. Honestly, Rumnir might be the best pet. He's wiser than he lets on. Grimnir? Okay. Yeah. And at the very least, if he can't help you himself, he can point you in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, have a seat, Mowit. Something I need to tell you. Oh, God. Well, you, well, let's see. Nah, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. fine. Mirthal's pregnant and the baby's yours, Mowit. Yep. <laughs> Maury, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> so, just so you know... Unio has, may or may not have been given information to Calrim on those times that they caught us unaware. He had a ring on him that we found when he was drunk. That if you put it on, it puts you in direct contact with Calrim. 
everyone's over here pretending to be real and Calvin will uh, try to get more information on what RNF moves would be. <clears throat> so, at the very least, Uno has given him some kind of information before. It seems to have that kind of relationship. Valk takes his right hand and slams on the table, like really hard to break it. Give me an athletics roll. Uh, let's see. 25. Sorry, what'd you say? 25. 25? You barrel down onto this table. And it doesn't break fully, but it does buckle. And there's now a fist shape. Well, rather, the bottom. Well, yeah, the bottom part of your fist has left an imprint into this solid wood of this table. Valid gets up. No, Valid, please. Are you Thank kidding you. me? No, I'm not. There's no way that he be traitor. He's Valg's friend, too. There's got to be accusations or something. What about evidence? Can't make false accusations. This is a false accusation. It is an accusation, though. He had a ring to put you in direct contact with help. You ask the trails, he's right here, he'll tell you everything as well. But I need you to stay a little bit calm. Right now, the, we're uh... disarming O'Neill and putting him in the brig. And then we can get answers from him when he sobers up. But... You can see the, the, the air from his nostrils breathing. Right now, it does us no good. We have a mission. There's yeah, no way he could be traitor. He valid good friend too. Oh, really? So let me ask you this. Every time something goes wrong, who's been with you? You make a good point. So, do me a favor. Don't be in so absent news. Do we want to believe that he betrayed us? No. But unfortunately, sometimes this happens. Oh, and this, now, this bad then. This a lot worse now than it was before. If he's traitor, is he traitor? Valk not gonna be happy. Where is he? I'll punch you right out of him. No, 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 no. Focus your anger on the mission. Afterwards, he's all yours. Oh, this this is not good. No, it's not. But like you said, at one point, he wants a friend. I don't know what happened. Maybe Calgram got mind-controlled him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. That could be it. But until we find out, there's no point in hurting him. I wasn't going to hurt him. No. I was going to punch him. Probably, knowing you, you might rip his arm off, my friend, to get the information. So, take a breath. Breathe. Uh. Where's my meat? It should be here any minute. Have a seat. Relax. Oh, Val can't relax now. We gotta eat quick and go and go t take out uh, Narada. Yes. Yeah. And with that being said, a few minutes go by, and the Kiasi, along with several other shipmates, or ship hands rather, 
approach the table. They serve you your singular pate of two eggs, sunny side up, with a series of oats and grains, as well as some fruit, mirthal, and two pieces of like ham, sh- like ham slices. <coughs> you, however, Valak, you receive this small but still whole hog. It's about, I would say, three and a half feet in length, and about probably when it was alive, two hundred pounds. Valak starts eating it, but he's angry, so he's eating it pretty fast, and he's angry. Okay. Give me, <laughs> give me a D one hundred roll, Valak. D one hundred. Okay. Yeah. Don't forget a nice glass of rock gut to wash that down. <laughs> <laughs> angry and drunk. <laughs> Need some of that blue milk. <laughs> Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Yeah, you're eating, and as you're eating, there's a part where you rip off the ribs and you crunch right through the bone. You're just chewing through the bro- uh, bone. For some reason, the meat just tastes very granular all of a sudden, but you don't care. You wash it down with the closest cup of whatever's in front of you. Slam that mug down, and again, the table. You hit it with such force, the table buckles a little bit, leaving yet another imprint. But while that is going on, we'll be cutting over to a Mr. Darnam Han. You go to the upper deck, I'm assuming? Yes, I'm going to go straight to San Per. Okay, you find San Per manning the wheel. Is, it, is anyone else inside in the cockpit with her? Or is this her? It's just her. Just her. All right, put that on autopilot. I need you to come with me. Sure thing, Captain. Everything okay? Not exactly. And it just, I just most prefer to follow. I'm okay. going to lead her straight to Udil's room. Okay, you lead her straight to Udil's room. All right. What's going on? We're going to take we're going to take Udil. I swear, if it's about last night, Cliff, I, I mean Cliff and I, we did get a little too carry on. I what? Didn't mean we didn't mean to be that loud. Wait, what? But ju- it, things just happen. We'll talk about that later, unless I don't want to know what you and Cliff have been up Th- to. This is. Oh, oh, never, never mind then. No, we're taking. We're gonna take Udiel to the brig. I need. I'm gonna Udiel? need your. I'm gonna. Yes, I'm gonna need your help. Make sure he doesn't have any. He doesn't have. Aside from a ring that he he should have on. Wait. By the way. By the way, Shaper. Do I know that Astral still has the ring? Astraos. Uh, well, actually, did, I don't know. Did Mirthal? Did you? Did you or Astraos tell Darnum that Astraos has the ring still? Uh... I think we may tell him, yeah. Okay, okay. so you would know then. Well, we, no, I think there's a ring that Udil has on him. That's, make sure he keeps that. Everything else, though, weapons, anything he can use, I need to make sure he's stripped of those before we put him in there. Well, Udil, not, sorry, uh, Vishon, uh, Astraos has the ring. Oh, okay, Astraos has the ring, yeah. so then forget, uh, the, the, has forget the, ring, the ring part of it, but everything else is the same. Make sure he has nothing on him that he can use, but we need oh. to keep him in the brig for the foreseeable future. Okay, um, sure thing. She opens the door. There is a laid-out deal, just face down into his pillow, snoring a raucous. Um, Sunper picks him up. Okay, nope, that's an 80. Sound asleep. And are you following her to the brig with him? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make, okay. close the door, make sure it's, make sure it's secure. Make, just follow her down to the brig. Find. I'll say if it how's. I would say because we never discussed how the brig is laid out. Is there? Is it like you know like, like straight up gen pop cell after cell after cell, or is it just one it, singular it's, cell? It's straight gen pop. It's literally there's four individual cells down in the deepest part of the hull. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. So I'll put him in the fur in the one in the furthest end of the brig. Okay. 
and as she, she strips him of his armor, his weapons, everything, leaving him nothing with just but his bare clothes, and just tosses him onto uh, a cot, and then closes the door, locks it. All right, I want make sure to see, make sure there's two people here at all times, DM. Yeah, sure thing. And as we're walking back, I'll ex- I'll explain the situation to her as to what we found out about Udiel. Wait, if he's a tr- if, if he's working with Calgrim, why don't we just you know? And she motions like a a line right along her throat. Because we don't know exactly what the nature of it is. If it's if it's intentional, then sure, then that's going to be a bridge will cross. But if this is something that Calgrim's com- compelled him to do through sorcery or through through sorceress means or other nefarious methods, then he's at least earned the benefit of the doubt to hear us out on that front. But until we know more, it's better to keep him alive than to just execute him. And, or, le- or, 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 oh, I'm blanking on the word now. Damn it, Bashan. Uh, then killing him or, or setting him adrift so he can warn anyone else. Don't necessarily agree with the captain, but you are the captain, so I'll stick to your word. If it makes you feel better... Uh, Milthor is informing Valak right now, so I feel like if you don't, you you don't want to put put him to the sword. Valak might do that instead. Yeah, probably. And I would I'm say gonna... maybe this is the first, like the first time since she like well not the first time, but it's like the first time in a while since she's met but like Darnum that he has that that kind of conflicted, concerned look on his face, like when they first met. I'll leave you be, Captain. We have uh, there's some things I need to take care of. I'll go make sure the ship's okay. All right, thank you. And I'll just head back towards. I'll let her, I'll let her head back towards the cockpit. And I'll head back towards the mess hall. Okay, and she heads back to the cockpit. You head back to the mess hall while where you come across Valak, who has just finished completing eating a whole hog, some bones, and eyes. Oh, so I take it the conversation went well. As far as concerned. Oh, it went real fucking well. About real mad now. Well, uh... <laughs> you see, uh I'm you so see mad. Donald. I need another damn hog. He slams his fist on the like table. A... <laughs> Give me an athletic throw. <laughs> okay, Darren puts on like a, you know, puts on like a, like a, like a, like a uh, fake, like a fake 28. smile. 28. <laughs> Add as you, you put on a, uh... A fake smile. Valak just slams his fist again. Same spot, and the table actually not only does it buckle now, it actually starts to bend. It starts looking like a parabola. No, not the, a parabola. Yeah, a parabola. Hey, whoa, and whoa, starts whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 bending. hey. Come on. I, I paid a lot for this. Don't, don't, please. <laughs> you see, Darnum doesn't know how to, like, he, he's trying to rush to stop you, but there's, you can tell from the way, like, you know, there's no real way to keep Valak from smashing a hole in this thing if he's going to keep doing it. Like, come on, man. Don't. Please. Look. That's Valak bad. Valak didn't realize that. You know. It's okay. I can, we'll get another tree and just put another table together. But we got big problem now. If this is true. How you said, how you know again? Um, Do you think he's traitor? Yeah, no. Me finding the ring, pretending to be him, and it connecting directly to Calgrim. And who listened to that? What what does it do? Australia. It puts new freight into a message 
with Calvin. So essentially, whoever has the other items, you can communicate directly to them. Is it directly to Calgram? What if, if he put, if that ring, Calgram also manipulated him? And Frail would already be manipulated if that was the case. Yeah. But and if that was the case, was... he would never admit it what was going on with the ring. He would just lie to me, and then everything would never have been found out. So it's uh, not the ring automatically compelling. Valka's looking at Estrella, and he's giving him those eyes. I'm not starting to trust you now, either. That's two people now. <sighs> this, well, a, this a fine morning. Wait, you said that to Astraeus? Yeah, huh? he said yeah. Astraeus. Astraeus looks at you, he says, I don't care if you don't trust me, okay? I barely trust some of the people here. Probably the only person I do trust somewhat is Mirthal, and maybe a little bit of Darnum. The fact that you were with Udil too makes you a suspect as well. I might just put my fist on your throat in a second. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you see Darnum, like, just immediately just, like, like, immediately, like, just... Hands out, one one towards about like one towards Australia. All right, now, before this escalates any further, let's not forget why we're here. I'm just saying, if he get if he accidentally gets thrown off the ship, it wasn't me. And he looks the other way. Let's. I'm let's, just saying. Have you heard what I've done? My other jobs. I've thrown and people I've off. I've seen ships. worse. There's a demon back where I'm from who wants me dead for some reason. I don't blame him. Damn. <laughs> oh, 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 I, was, I was trying to be serious, Damn it, no. Yeah, I'm sorry, that, you missed a lot, baby. Just, yeah, wait, wait, hang on. Does Darnum know? Wait, I don't know. I got. I feel like I, I, I'll need a professional. Does Darnum know about the whole demon thing? No, I don't think so. I don't think Astraeus ever shared that with you. I don't think anyone knows about it. Except for yeah, it would just be just Astraeus and Mirthal. Yeah. yeah. You just, you just see Darnum just kind of like slick, slow look towards the trails. Be that as it may, we're here for Doctor Narod, right? The best, the best, the best thing we can do now is take all take all that anger you feel build you feel you feel building up. I look back towards Valak. Take all that anger and rage you want to put towards towards Udil or or Strayos or anyone else. Let's put that let's put it towards the good Doctor. Put him down for good. Deal Calgum another blow, and we can solve this problem later. Does that, does that work for you? Oh, don't worry. I'm going to give that doctor his final exam. Catch my drift. I'm not going to lie down. Like, like Darn was like, I'm not going to lie down. It's a damn good pun. Damn it. <laughs> as you say Mar that. Marathon turns around where nobody can see him in face palms. <laughs> as Marathon face palms and you say that, Valak, you just hear a yawn. <sighs> Morning, guys. And... Dressed fine, but his hair is a little rustled up. Cliff, his eye patch is kind of a little bit off-centered, so you kind of see, like, the, the outer circumference of the wound with a little bit of glints of lovium, giving off that weird luminescence as the light hits it. Mm-hmm. what I miss? Hey, Cliff. Uh, and I'll just, like, motion towards, towards the eye patch. Like, you know, like the, like the little hat adjustment move you do, but I do for, like, the eye patch. 
I'm gonna touch. Oh, oh, thanks. And he just slides it just about probably like about half an inch over to the left. I hope they're ready to let me move out as soon as possible. Uh, I'm ready when you are. Uh, just to let you know, it is broad daylight outside. I don't know if you guys were trying to be sneaky or if you were just trying to be as unsubtle as possible. Your your operation, so. If I feel like or open out Malinatoin, I don't care at this point. Oh, they ain't nothing subtle about today already. Damn traitors on the ship. Wait, wait, hold wait, on. Wait, wait, wait. What? I'll, I'll look towards Valak and just like give like the look like pigs. Like, wait, what do you mean traitors on the ship? Everything's handled. We have a missing focus on that. Okay. Are we just I'm, keeping secrets? I'm I thought we friends. You know what? I'm being paid to help you guys with Narod's issue. If you say you handled whatever traitorous individual is in your midst, by all means, I trust you. I'm here to keep you guys alive for Narod and to get you in and out unscathed or as unscathed as possible. And that's what we need to focus on and do. No I appreciate you for that clip. So, uh, when are we going? We're ready to go uh, at a moment's notice. Right uh, after I grab my second hog to go. Where is it? Uh, second hog? I'll just look over You towards. didn't order a second hog the, yet. The he did. I, I did scream it, but no one Oh, you came screamed with, it. Oh, yeah. okay. But no one really paid attention. <laughs> oh, I know wait, they wait, he hit the not. table, and that's why. Okay. The table you... kind of distracted. <laughs> yeah, about another, another like 30 minutes goes by, and they bring even a smaller one. This hog is probably only about 100 pounds. And slaps it on the table. Those those hogs are for like six people. He, he to... looks like Captain. He looks like a growing boy. And you see the the, the Kiasi elbows you, Valak. Yeah, see, he's he's got it. He... Yes, exactly. See, Valak is like slowly inches away towards you, away from you. <laughs> nah, nah, don't be scared. Come back here, Valak. Valak gets up, takes the hog with one hand. And throws dirty gold and says, "That's for you, for dealing with my shoutiness, Valk. Sorry. Uh, it's I, I get paid quite well, Captain Hog. Uh, but thank you, thank you very much. And if you need another hog, we might have to restock on the next town. But uh, I'll what, have one you need, ready for you. You need more meat? I could just go. We need a couple ordered, horses. You just ordered about three hundred fifty pounds worth of meats. I mean, that's like my that's like a morning for me. Darn, you might need more food." Just Captain, uh, he's going apparently. to eat us out of shipping home. <laughs> yeah, I've I've quickly come to realize as I like poke like a jagged piece of red bone on the first log, I've quickly come to realize that. Oh, you oh, don't have to worry just, about. I'm eat the bone too. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Did you just eat through the bone? Bone meal is good for you. Yeah, but when it's meal, you it's like no. Well, Captain, seeing as how you have this handled, I'm going to go back, not here. And you see he scurries off. <laughs> uh, so, what's so Marithal, if you're saying you're confident you can bound us, you can bound us within, within, within the premises before he realizes we're there, we can go at a moment's notice. Yeah, well, I need to see the inside first. Huh. So now you pouring out a uh, way for us to get in the sentence list. Like an entryway in there, we about to it from the ship if need be. If there's an open window, I, I don't think your ship's going to go unnoticed. That's the thing. You might have to 
we actually might have to walk through the forest for a little bit before we can get to the estate. Can't find my man. I'll walk Otherwise, through the fucking front door if I have to. Uh, only if we have to. You know, Valak, you remind me of this guy I once knew. His name's Johnny, uh, god damn, what's his name? Johnny Maximum, I think. I think that was his name. Anyway, you kind of remind me of him just a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, that's cool last name. Yeah, he thinks so too. He thinks so too. Now, is Maximum his real last name, or is this just like a, a nom de guerre or something? I would not be surprised if that was his actual last name. Let's just put it that way. He used to travel around with this vampire, red-headed dude, um, pale as all could be, very bookish, but he knows a lot. So, you know, unfortunately, he's one of those guys that uh, knows a lot, knows that he knows a lot, and uh, doesn't rub it in people's faces, but people still take it the wrong way. Hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Does that, does that sound familiar? I don't know who those people are, but they sound cool. But you know what's even cooler? Um, Killing your rod? Yeah, shoving my foot down his throat. Cool. I'll meet you all in it. All right. Uh, and he stretches, cracks his back. Oh, God. Oh, I'm getting too old for this shit. All right. Let's uh, make sure all the top side. We'll start making our way through the forest. Okay. You all arrive top deck. Is there anything else you folks want to do before departing the ship? Do we each have a flare? Yes, you each have a flare. Okay, cool. Even Cliff has one. Oh, wait. Where's Odile? What if he escapes? Oh, no. I made sure he's, I made sure he's, been, he's well secured. I'm just saying, I could get a leg or two so he can't walk. But then I'll tell him I'm sorry after we found out he's not the traitor. Just in case. Yeah, I feel like uh, maybe it'd be better that he keeps all of his limbs on the off chance. On the off chance he's okay, then you have to apologize for, for ripping one off. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like that would play better for, 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 for us. Yeah, but there's like machines and robots in this world, so they just get a leg. So it'll be good. Wait, what? Wait, does, wait, Schaefer, does Darn have any idea of like, you know, like prosthetics like those? You've heard of individuals referred to as gadgeteers that are quite adept at mechanical and machine endeavors, and they've been known, depending on what realm you visit, to make prosthetics that are quite um, anatomically accurate to their replacement or to their predecessors. Essentially. Okay. Huh. I mean, that's a sense. Nope. Nope. Not, I'm not gonna. I don't, I don't think I want to go down this line of reasoning. Let's uh, let's keep them intact for now. I'm just saying, I got a pretty cool idea once I finally meet one of them. You ever have, like, a robot arm? Machine arm? That'd be cool. No, I, I, I kind of like mine the way they are. Imagine I'm punching I'm somebody with that machine arm. And uh, Valix is getting thoughts, and he's just, like, he's boxing Calgram. He's punching him. <laughs> as, you're, as you're fantasizing about punching, like, it's like Rock'em Sock'em robots. You're, like, knocking his block off, and you see Calgram's head shoots up, and it's, like, connected to that, like, rigid uh, piece of metal. And all of a sudden, you just see underneath in subtitles, laughs in Valak, or chuckles in Valak. Yeah. <laughs> so, you folks depart the ship. You're ready to go. And... 
It's about an hour's journey through the forest. By the time you arrive, it'll probably be around 11 o'clock in the morning, roughly. Mm -hmm. I need everyone who is interested to be aware of their surroundings to make a nature roll. All right. All right. Roll? Let's do this. Okay. Yes. And that's going to be a mighty five for me. Oh. Nice. I got a nine. I got a nine. <laughs> nine plus a 16. Oh, okay. Oh, I got to roll for Cliff. Holy shit. Watch Cliff see um, everything. Cliff, Cliff got a nine too, so he's with you, Valak. Damn. Um, upon journeying through the forest, you, Darnum, notice that there are a lack of animals in general. No birds chirping. No deers prancing. Nothing. There's a moment where you actually overturn a rock, and instead of finding all sorts of grubs and crawlies, nothing. I'll just pop the eyes of creation, see if there's any distortions, anything out of the ordinary. You see no distortions. You see nature energies, you see life, but there is no life aside from the forest itself, like the trees and other plants. So, I don't know if anyone else notices. You realize what's missing around here? As as you, as you see me pick up the rock I overturned. No, I. And then you're turning point in the out. Yeah. The hell. Nothing. What are you talking about? There's no one's life at all. No incense. No nothing. Nothing's out of place. I don't place. hear any birds. I don't hear anything. They probably so, scared of Valak. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's you that are, that that they're all afraid of. And I'll look to see uh, if I can see where the house, like the where, the where the estate is. Can I see that off in the distance? Uh from where you guys are, it's about a good thirty minutes into the trek. The estate is starting to crest the uh, the horizon, as it were. Okay. So yeah, I'll look towards uh, those towards the estate. Like I don't think it's I don't think it's uh, you they're afraid of. Hmm. And Cliff goes up to you, Valak, and says, Valak, uh, hold on for one second, please. I'm going to touch your face for a second. And he touches your face, and he actually starts tugging on your cheeks and, like, trying to pull. Like, this isn't a mask, is it? What? Are you trying to be a funny guy? No, because what you just said literally sounds like something Johnny would say. So I just had to make sure, like, the parallels I'm drawing between you two is really, really starting to freak me out. <laughs> I heard that guy has a really cool personality. <laughs> like me. <laughs> There's always one everywhere I go. There's always, I swear, this one time with this crew of uh, repair guys in Zenosha up to the northern wastes. And they had this other guy there, big guy too. Uh, Empyrean. Anyone who's seen one, and literally, kind of reminds me. Of actually, funny enough, he actually knew Johnny. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that, that's interesting. Maybe one day meet big guy. But you know, I can't be helped if people if Alex's name's getting the word out. You know? <laughs> I am master of champions. You know, he looks at you and he goes, "I swear to God, you're just like Johnny." <laughs> and he's, you know, and he starts shaking his head as he starts walking away towards the estate. 
And gentlemen, do you proceed? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. As you continue further, you wind up seeing the Narada state. As you reach a safe distance, you know that there's a small gatehouse off to the left. And before you, a little further beyond the gatehouse, there is what looks like some sort of vehicle bay of some kind. And then above that, a stable onto the right. And then above that, several more buildings. But the manor itself is more towards the left. And it is this tall, two-story manor with sinuous architecture. The windows themselves have very exaggerated circular patterns and floral uh, <clears throat> uh, floral accents. I would say good taste isn't what a duck in a rut's strong suit, is it? Mm, is that is that his place forward? Yep, I'm assuming that's it from what I've gathered. And he looks up. There is a window up there, and he points up to the second floor on the left-hand side. Uh, looks open. I don't know if that helps you at all. I could get up there. Uh, I can get us all up there. Hold one second. And how far in casting from now here, Shaper? You can see the from where you are. You can't see the ground floor of the second floor. Mm-hmm. The, floor, the, the floor of the second floor, but you can see the ceiling. So you could technically bound to the upper part of the ceiling and then drop down and hope that it does not create too much of a ruckus, or if you don't care, you do create a ruckus. Okay. Uh, is there not enough room on the windowsill to land there? No, there is not enough room on the windowsill. Okay. I just had to ask. Um, Alright. You guys wait for me real quick. I'm gonna... Do you want Val Val climb up there and check? No, no, no. I- I'll do it real quick. Don't worry. I'll summon my uh, main Rome Slayer mm-hmm. silently. Yep. And then I will bound to that ceiling. So you bound to the ceiling, and as you do, uh, give me an acrobatics roll. You got it. That is going to be a twenty-one. Deftly, you land silently despite your armor. The Lovium armor, you land silently onto the wooden floor, and before you, where you landed, you see what looks like a parlor of some, not not a parlor, but more like a, a waiting area of some kind, or a leisurely room. Uh, before you, there are two sofas, uh, both tilted at a 45-degree angle, facing towards a unlit fireplace. In the middle is a small table with what looks like a series of like nuts and seeds and dried out berries. And then a little further past it, a little bit more north, is what looks like a, a table of some kind. And on that table, there seems to be a, bl- a glass case. Within on the right-hand side, from which you can see, in at least co- occupying half of this glass case, is a short sword of some kind. On the left, you can't quite make out because it's too far up and the light is glinting off of it, reflecting back. Creating a glare. Interesting. Do I see any creatures in here as well or no? There are no creatures, but if you look further past the the case, there is a wooden door on your left hand side. Closer <laughs> like in between the the case that I had just described as well as the uh sofa. Yeah, yeah. Alright. 
So now that I've been here, I'm going to use the, uh, one of my bounds from the store and go back to the party. Okay, you bound back to the party. And then I will have everybody grab onto me. Mm -hmm. Alright. And okay. I will use the last bounding from the store and get back to that spot. Okay, and you bound back to that spot. And as I described to Mirathal, this is what you see as well, Valak and Garnum. Do I see any um, anything of note that I that's uh, that, you know, could I like, give, give a hint as to who else is if there's anyone else besides Doctor Narod here? If anything's like if there's multiple people staying in the audience on the grounds, things like those. Give me a perception roll. Perception. Yeah. How about you, Valak? Anything for you? Um. He wants to do a roll to see if there's any creatures around because he know because he's starting to think before that when he said there was no. Uh, nothing in the woods. Maybe there are some things in the house or in the manor. That would be a perception roll as well. Okay. I said, and what did you get, Jordan? That's going to be a 15 on perception. A 15 on perception? Plus 7, 19. Okay. For both of you, there is no evidence of anyone in this room right now. What it does look like to you is that this room is somewhat, the, the best way I could say, a reserved for maybe the master of the house based off of previous experiences in manners similar to this. So that if there is anyone up here, it is reserved for the master and what few guests the master may bring over. And that usually in these type of manners, it's the ground floor, which is what you skipped. Um, <clears throat> that is where the help would be if there is any. Seems to be clear up here. Well, wherever that weapon is, yeah, I'll point to that short sword, is definitely under that cave for a reason. Pop the eyes one, pop the eyes one more time. Do I see if there's anything special about the blade? So, in the blade itself, you don't see anything special about it. It reads off as what would be the typical components of what would make up a, a short sword, but in the case on the left, you see what looks like, because your eyes of creation can go beyond the glare from the light, you see a series of gemstones, or what could be potentially gemstones, in there. They're giving off a Gracchus energy type of signature. Uh, well, the sword is fine, but the case, and I motion towards the case, we've got some, we've got some, it looks like some gemstones inside, or at the very least, something gem shaped as such, giving us, some, uh, like I said, like a, like a Gracchus kind of energy. Right. Makes sense. Uh, what do you, you mean, Gracchus type of energy? I'm, well, that's it's what it's what I'm re it's what my eyes are. I'm looking towards my eyes. It's what my eyes are picking up off of whatever is inside this case. I'll head okay. towards the uh, the stones. There's a case that night is trapped or anything of that nature. Give me an alarm or anything. Investigation. <laughs> Valak, you sounded like you had to say something. I was gonna say, uh, you said, uh, wait, is it Gracchus is, well, the champion, right? Yes. That's the aspect. The aspect, so, you said it's energy. Can Valak touch that thing? Uh, maybe, perhaps, but, but I would say let's see if Miracle notices that if anything's trapped in there, or if 
sword. It could be it could be a booby trap of some sort. Oh rolled, yeah, uh, yeah. Good call. I rolled a ten. You rolled a ten. Yeah. From what you could see, it doesn't look trapped. This time it's okay. I'll uh, start taking off the glass case. It's hinged, so you lift up the glass case. There's a, a slight creak as you do so. And okay. Inside the case itself are roughly about eight gemstones of different varieties. You have emeralds, rubies, sapphires there, peridots, uh, topaz, opals in this case. And they're of a decent size, too. They're about the size of a fist each. Oh, I got some pretty big gems here. There's more, well, uh, there's more of these than meet the eye, so if you're gonna touch one of those, I'd say be careful. Well, you're the champion of uh, Rattans, aren't you, uh, Malik? Yes. By all means. Okay, so, yes. Hand Valak said gem. Yeah, uh, rabbit yourself, by all means. Okay. So there are eight of them in there. And, and if I look, can do I know which one it is? Oh no, they're all giving off they're all giving oh. off that earth and energy. Yeah, that ground energy. And you said the yeah. size of a fist? There are eight gemstones there that are the size of a fist. Okay. Uh I'll grab one. Let's see. Okay. You take one. Uh you grab what's your favorite gemstone? Shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that far. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do the assignment. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh do you like rubies? Uh Let's say emeralds, I guess. Emeralds? I'm yeah. going to say after Pokemon. Yeah. So you pick up a fist-sized emerald from this case. It glints in the light and casts a nice green sheen onto the wooden floor beneath you and reflects it back onto your face. Those who are staring at him, like Mirathal, for instance, just see the green just cascade over his face. Okay. Uh, I have no idea what happened. I have experiment, though. It's, uh, I wonder if, so he takes it, he takes out, uh, I'm going to blank it on the name. His devastative song. I wonder if I let them touch what happens. So he does that. Okay. You're touching the emerald with the devast the head of the devastator of song? Yeah. As you do so, nothing happens. <sighs> that was anticlimactic. Well, you're probably a retina gemstone, my friend. Just like this movie, Halloween ends. Anyway. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're dating the episode. <laughs> um, if you said they're giving Gracchus energy, mind Valak, hold on to them. Then I ask Gracchus later if he's not too busy. That's how it needs him plan. Go ahead. Take them all. So, I'll put... Uh, you said eight? Let me just write there these are in eight my... gemstones, yes, correct. About the size of a fist. Eight gemstones. Okay. And now, uh, tell Astrael if he wasn't grabbed that short short just in case. Astrael lifts up the case, uh, lifts the lid off the case, takes the short sword, just flowers it a little bit, spins it around, very light. Um, on your right-hand side, gentlemen, there is another side to this, this this room, as it were, or this floor. Mm -hmm. In the middle of the room, there seems to be a bust of some kind. It's just literally the, a female torso, similar to like the Venus de Milo type of statue. Mm -hmm. 
and it just there's another side of this floor that goes off on the right hand side and it looks like you guys are on the left um, there is still that closed door as well to your left as well I'll, I'll check right. out the bust Does, is it of anyone that's recognizable either like personally or historically no honestly it's just literally a bust it's just a stone bust if you want you can do a nature roll to figure out what type of material it's made out of it can't hurt sure okay nature roll Eighteen plus 18? twenty. No, twenty-five. Twenty-five. Granite. You know what? Like, I'll, I'll do. I'll do like the, the cocaine taste. Just rub my finger across it. Give it a taste. It's granite. <laughs> okay. Don't ask how I know. I just do. Between you and Valley, I learned to stop asking questions. <laughs> um. <laughs> Is there anything else in that side of the chamber? On that side of the chamber, which you can see from where you guys are, you yeah. see the half of what you can assume is a pair of double doors, and then further down is another hallway that's dimly lit. Uh, which way do you guys think? In that way or through the wooden door in there? I'll say maybe take a listen on the other side, see if anyone's on, see if anyone's waiting. Alright, I'll uh, listen in that and win a door. Okay, give me a perception right. roll. That is going to be a 14. 14? You press your ear against the door. You don't hear anything. I don't hear anything here. Um, I'm going to quietly open the door. As you quietly open this door, you peer into the room, and the rest of you see what's in here as well from where you're standing. It looks like a private study of some time, some kind. In all the way towards the end of the room, there is on the upper part of it there is yet another pair of double doors. Slightly below them is what looks like a small little L-shaped desk with a series of just blank sheets of paper and an inkwell and a quill pen on there, as well as a candle <clears throat> and kerosene lantern. Uh, from what you can see, Marithal, since you're the one closest to the door, mm -hmm. there seems to be a almost like a mirroring of what you see with the two sofas, but instead it's just a sofa and a parlor chair <laughs> that are tilted at a 45-degree angle, and it's facing what looks like a fireplace with what looks like a wolf's head mounted above the firehead. Uh, firehead fireplace. Hmm. Interesting. Alright, uh, I'm gonna open the door on the way okay. and make my way in there. You make your way in there, and as you do, you didn't see this because it was obfuscated by the wall and the door. There is a armor stand in the corner of the room next to the where the door would be, or is rather. Alright, uh, cautiously, I'm gonna make sure there's nothing inside the armor. Okay, give me an investigation roll. Yeah, While this is going on, Valak, what are you doing? 11, by the way. Okay. So we just Valak? got into that room, right? Yeah, Mirthal just entered, he's investigating the armor. While he's investigating the armor, what would you like to do? Uh, what else is in the room right now? So, inside the room, as I stated before, is an L-shaped desk mm -hmm. with a series of blank papers, a quill pen plus an inkwell and a kerosene lantern as well as a uh, regular candle. There mm -hmm. are mirroring the sofas in the room that you had just e exited from. There are two, s there's a sofa and a parlor chair 
<coughs> and in front of a fireplace with a wolf head uh, mounted above it. Okay. He'll go over to the L-shaped desk. Okay. You go up to the L-shaped desk. What would you like to do? Um, see if there's any uh, drawers in there. Okay, investigate. While he's doing that, Darnum, what are you doing? I'll say I'll walk around. Uh, I'm going to see if there's any... Hmm. You, took the, you took care of the desk. I'll check around, head towards those double doors, listen, to see if, if I hear anyone. I'll, I'll, I think I'll be the lookout on this one, see if there's anyone approaching, if I hear anyone getting, you know, getting, close, to, getting close to the room. So are you going to check out the double doors, or are you going, listening in to like act as a lookout? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check out the double doors and just listen in. Okay. Give me a perception roll. Uh, so, Mirthal, upon investigating this armor stand, that's all it is. Okay, cool. And the armor is full plate, so if I don't know if you want to take it or not, it's up to you. Uh, I mean, I can use it. Um, in fact, I think the only one who could use it is your mallet or um, Unio. Okay. So I'll point out the mallet. Uh, mallet doesn't. Heavy armor here if you want it. And Valak, what did you roll for your investigation roll, by the way, for the desk? Wow. Uh, ten. Ten? Okay. Uh, you rolled a ten. There's nothing of note. Blank papers. You check the drawers, right? The drawers are actually empty. Oh, I guess there's nothing here. All right. Uh, does this room not use at all, by the way, uh, Shaper? Not particularly. Okay. This might be for yes, yes, and then I've been used much. Darnum, you find anything there? And what did you roll for your perception, Darnum? Uh, 19. 19? You hear nothing on the other side of this door. Or double doors, rather, I should say. Okay. Just taking a look around the room, how pristine does everything look in here? Like does every look... oh yeah, I'm sorry. everything looks immaculate, almost like the set of like whatever theater productions you've ever seen before. I don't think it's just that this is a guest room. I don't think anyone's ever been in here. This might all just be for show. It might. Uh, can I read any books uh, on the wall or anything? There are no books in this room. All, the only thing here that's of any sort of like uh, <clears throat> paper material are literally blank sheets of paper. Okay. Got it. Alright. Uh, I want to see what's on the other side of the doors before we go back. Uh, yes, check the other side. So you guys are going to check the door? Yeah. The double doors? Okay. As you guys try to open the double doors, you're given resistance. It's locked. From the outside. Do I look? Do, I'm going to look at the door. Does it look at like a, a keyhole or anything? Yes, there is. Okay, so yeah. No. Whatever. This looks like it's been locked from the outside, yet we can't open it from the inside. Hey, uh, Ashrails. I, yep. I gotcha. Ooh, Natty 20. 
<laughs> Turns out there was like a latch that we had to turn it first. We never noticed. Astraeus deftly just open sesame. And he turns the knob and opens the double doors. Inside this room is a king size bed atop what looks like a scarlet rug. The king size bed looks like it's been actually slept in. Unlike anything else here, this actually looks used. On the left hand side, of the bed facing it, there is what looks like a dresser drawer. Atop that dresser drawer rests a half-drunken wine bottle with no label and what looks like a book of some kind uh, resting underneath the the neck of the bottle. Uh, bes- next to, right below the, um, the drawer, is what looks like a candelabra of sorts. And even further down, there looks like taking up about, th- about the third of the bottom portion of the wall next to the room, in the room, looks to be some sort of trunk of some kind, like a chest. Uh, On the right side of the bed, there looks to be yet another fireplace, only this one looks like it's actually been used because there are actually like ashes in the fireplace, as well as a series of about half a dozen uh, pieces of chopped wood beside Hmm. it. All right, question, Shaper, that bottle, does he need what... Dr. Narav was drinking at the World's Rave? Uh, it looks like a generic wine bottle, but I will say this. Uh, Narod's, the bottle that Narod had, Astraeus took and gave to somebody. Okay. Yes. I'll, uh, I'll pop the eyes of creation, just quick, do a quick scan of the room, see if anything stands out. You scan the room, and inside the chest, there is a strange sort of energy coming off of it. Kind of like a, uh, a confluence of various different creation energies. Uh, the, chest, the chest over there seems to have something going on, but I'd be careful with it. There seems to be something, something roiling around in there. What? You mean like a rat? Oh, I mean, like, there's a bunch of different energies that are swirling around in there. I couldn't, I couldn't, I can't exactly make out what it is. So let's just open it. Well, it could be a trap. Yeah, well, trapped my that. middle name. <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> Wait. While they're doing that, I'm going to go and put underneath the bottle and the rest of the drawers. Okay. Uh, so he, Nirthal approaches the book beneath, resting beneath the bottle. What are Valak and Darnum doing? Starting with Valak, what are you doing, good sir? Uh, Darnum, I'm just going to open chess. Okay. Uh, wait, well, no, no. Maybe you should see if we can check if it's trapped first before we try to pop it open. Yeah, let me let me take care of it. And you see, Astraeus approaches the chest. He's going to investigate it for traps. Oh, wow, Natty nineteen. Okay, that's more than enough um, with his bonus. So <clears throat> he looks it over, looks back at you. You're safe to go. You won't die today. And all right, let's. He heads over to Nirthal. All right, we'll just I'll, I'll just I'll just kneel down and just try to open the chest. You open the chest, it creaks, and inside there seems to be just stacks and stacks upon stacks of Gilda, which you know is the currency, and what looks like a red satin cloth draped over some sort of spherical object. Oh, sh- <laughs> Like I'll say, I'll say, Darn, I mean, Like you can even hear Darn to say that under his breath, Valak. What's up? 
Well, what? You see all this money, though, right? <laughs> I'm more concerned. About I'm about to rob this bitch. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm gonna say something serious. Damn it! I'm gonna say I'm more concerned about what's sitting, what's sitting under all the gilda. And I thought, matter of fact, I'll what scoop, is it? I'll scoop some of the gilda out and then put it in your hands, Valak, so I can go towards the the right satin cloth and then. Oh very... no! Keep, keep scooping. I'm. You're not done. We're taking okay. all of it. And I'll very gingerly pull the cloth away to see what that orb is. You, as soon as you pull away, uh, pull the cloth off of this spherical object, uh, Valak. I'm assuming you're going to take all the gilda. Yeah, I'm robbing him. Okay, it's it's fifteen thousand. It's fifteen thousand gilda. <laughs> in that one scoop? No, not one scoop. Oh. Whole chest. <laughs> I was like, in Man. one chest. <laughs> so the whole chest has fifteen thousand gilda. Um, Valak says, "Be good tonight, boys." Meat's <laughs> <laughs> back on the menu, boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, because you ate two whole pigs. We need that meat. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. There is a spherical object, and as you stare at the spherical object, it is not at all what the other relic that you have, by the way, Darnum. Instead, it looks like a confluence of various different creation energies. You have the nature, and then all of a sudden, one minute, it swirls with etheric, and then void, and then earth, uh, not earth, but ground, and then storm, and it's just swirling. Oh. Do I feel compelled to want to pick this thing up? If you want, it's up to you. There's nothing drawing you to it. It's just that's what's going on when you see it through the eyes of creation. I'll... Darnum, be careful though, okay? Valg right here, so. I'll, I'll attempt using the cloth to try and, like how I handle relics and bats, scoop it up without touching it directly. You scoop it up? It's very light. It's almost as light as like a hollow glass orb. Hmm. Uh, Astraeus, when you get a minute, I've got something you might want to check out. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, one minute. Uh, what's in the book? Uh, I open it up. You open the journal. The first page of the journal reads, Journal of Dr. Xander Narod. You gotta be kidding me. We found his journal. Let's, maybe it has something about everything that's going on. Maybe it might have something that we can use to get rid of Calgram, or maybe if it might, Udil might be the traitor or not. Not a bad idea to take a look. Uh, how thick is this? Is it it's, it's, it's quite thin. The journal oh, thin. looks like it's about probably roughly about 50 to 60 pages. Oh, yeah. So it's not even a yeah. C. It doesn't get one C. <laughs> what? <laughs> it doesn't get right. one C. It's only thin. Um, it's not thick. Oh, oh uh, I got gotcha. you. Uh, you got it? You, <laughs> uh, you got me. You got yeah. me. You got me good. Uh, so I'm gonna start reading through it. Sure thing. <clears throat> you flip through the pages. The first couple pages are actually illustrations. Um, the illustrations themselves are of ancient ruins that you have not seen, but are somewhat familiar to you. Mm -hmm. They look, in some way, of elvish origin, if that makes sense. Okay. And then you keep flipping, and then you find the first written entry. And it's not dated, surprisingly enough. Do you read it? I'll read it. Out loud or in your head? Uh, I'll read it out loud. <clears throat> I found the sequestered ichor, bubbling like pitch in an alcove within the Tirith ruins of the world I have discovered to be a Bevelo. Upon its discovery, my guide, a Volden by the name of Aria, Aria, by the way, is spelled uh, E-R-I-A, exhibited okay. palpable fear. <laughs> so I acted upon what nature. 
slaked my curiosity. She thrashed away for a bit as the ichor enveloped her. All attempts to escape, however, were rendered futile by joint efforts between me and the strange substance. <laughs> Nothing was left of her, and I seemed to have elevated the ichor quite a bit. That's the first entry. He started the ichor from a metal. I continue. You continue. You turn into f the next couple of pages. As this is going on, he's reading this out loud. Does it draw you two guys at all, Darnum or Valak? Sure. I'll say once I, I finish helping. Can Valak we hear him? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. reading it out loud. I'll walk closer after I help Valak scoop the rest of that money up. Uh, okay. Darnum, you okay with that orb thing? Yeah, I've got it wrapped up. I'll hold on to it for now. And as I, as I, as you know. As we rack focus on the two of us walking up to listen on the rest of his ghost story. I mean, journal. <laughs> <laughs> you approach Mirthal, and he turns, and you witness as he turns the next two pages and their illustrations. You see the strange, indefinable architecture of these ruins now, of this alcove. And it looks like a, almost like a, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, uh, a br oh, fuck, um, like a fire pit, as it were right? Mm -hmm. And that is where you see he has illustrated very crudely this bubbling ichor uh, or at least tried to illustrate the bubbling ichor and trying to capture its movements. Then you turn another page and there's a brief but second entry. Again, nothing dated. Difficult but not insurmountable. I returned home with the majority of the strange substance. At first what I thought to be a corrosive liquid revealed to be something much more. Thankfully, due to the efforts of the late Varak Shinorko, I have acquired a unique UV analyzer to examine the substance. Tomorrow, I'll begin my research immediately in the garden lab. But breakfast first. Hmm. What, what garden does he mention? I don't know. He might be referring to this place, though. He could be, uh, on the Cliff. you find any gardens around here? Cliff is outside, remember. He didn't come with us? Well, no, he, remember, he's offering you, uh, sniper support, essentially. Yeah, that's remember? right. I forgot yeah. about that. I'm yep. sorry. No, it's okay. Sorry, player from that. Um, okay. It might be, Valet. You could be right. You might have a lab here, or it could have been... The one that wasn't that far from Real Hollow as well. They said the Black Icker, but we did we see the Black Icker when we went to Bevelo? Well, there was Icker in there. It, if I remember correctly, they have a proper color, right, Mike? It didn't. It, no, it didn't. Yeah, it had this strange, nameless color. Yeah, it uh. had a color that you need to Bevelo. If this that one, this might be how he turned it all. And interesting. I'll. I'll read another entry. Out oh. now. Darn him. Give me a history roll, by the way. Alright. Well, shit. Alright. Uh, that's a natural 20, so 32. Oh, shit. Okay. The name Varak Shinorko, immediately scale-bound. You've heard of him. He is a gadgeteer. He's, he's a very young and upcoming gadgeteer. The Lorian equivalent, or rather, the Idilla equivalent of, like, a 30 under 30 in the gadgeteering world. And he had recently received some sort of contract with a company known as Raven Dust Industries. <laughs> and 
after that, he seemed to have gone off the radar, and no one has heard from him since. Yet, I know who that is. Really? Really? How long ago no was Smith when he disappeared? Uh, like how long ago was this, uh, Shaper? Probably whew, quite a while, actually. Um, at the time, it's been probably a couple decades, maybe. Yeah, give it, give it at least at least twenty, thirty years or so. But I remember even back when I was a kid, this guy was this guy was he was essentially he was gonna be the next big thing, and then I don't like one day just nowhere, nothing. Yeah, that was the day Valg showed up. It's a nice story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if it was decades ago, and that means he's been messing around with this for that long. Either that or he's either that or he like he's known where this guy has been the entire time. Yep. No. I don't think I like yeah, either I option. I don't either, but now I'm compelled to figure this out. I'll continue reading. Okay. <laughs> you turn over a couple more pages. This is how it starts, and... folks. And inside, the, one of the other diagrams that he's drawn right before you get to the entry is what looks like like tiny little multi-legged microbials of some kind, like single-celled organisms. Mm-hmm. And so the third entry reads, It's alive! The Ica, or, or rather, we come to call the Tirith, is a living creature. No, no, no. Several microbials acting as a singular unit. With the right leverage... These creatures may be of use in multiple applications. Oh, how I wish I wasn't so hasty in my actions to share Barak with <sighs> Oh well, you live and you learn. Hmm. Hmm. So he took... that happened to me in the meeting. And brought it here. And it's like the one we know was a mall. He working out with the wrong on this. Huh. This is getting more and more scarier. I continue to read. You continue. The most peculiar individual stumbled upon my door, stepped this morning, interrupting my day's work. An Eldican who goes by the name of Mirth arrived. Initially, I was tempted to feed him to the Tirith, as I did Barak. But his autonomous companion's presence dissuaded me. He may be of some use in my endeavors. Hmm. Well, that explains what happened to Rock. And this also explains how he got him all the cow room. Earth was his ally. I'll continue reading, and now I'm even more compelled to have okay. something here. As he's go- he's flipping through and reading these entries out loud, Darnum Valak, what are your like? Anything? You know what? Is there like is there a window in this bedroom? Uh, there is a window in this bedroom, uh, like on the left side of the bed. Actually, it's quite close to where you guys are right now. On the left side and the right side of the bed, flanking, there are two windows, and there are curtains pulled back, so you can see right outside them. I'm gonna pull a Lori Strode, just take a look outside the window, just to get a view of <laughs> see anyone's any standing the hedge maze, you know, things like those. So you look outside the window, and what you see is. A garden, a small garden of some kind. Deep in the back, there seems to be what looks like a, like a, a pond of some kind, flanked by shrubbery and small trees that have yet to grow. And beside them, on the right-hand side, is a statue, and the statue seems to have like a clawed hand, holding it outward. Well, I think, I, well, I think I found the garden, where there might be a lab, but that's that's that could be a stretch. 
I have slot when you're on. Uh, Valk have idea. Uh, but Valk be right back. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, Valk, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Where are you going? I'm just going to the room before. Okay. Before. Okay. So I'll, you enter... I'll, fo I'll, I'll follow. Okay. Okay. Darnum and Relic exit the room and go into the previous room. You continue to read. Yep. And out loud to everyone to hear all this and put the pizza together as well. Mirth has been invaluable. While initial attempts to control the Tirith have failed, we managed to replicate the creature's behavior through adaptive nanomachines, he calls them. Early tests look promising, with the only drawback being the machine's aversion to fire. Hmm. Okay. You think that's how in the modern day Uzi has a frail got weak to fire as well? Could be. It makes a lot of sense. Think about it. He couldn't figure out what to do with these things, so he decided just to mimic them. But because it's not a perfect copy, it came with its own flaws. Interesting. And I'll continue more. I'm sorry, I can't stop now. <laughs> um... As you're doing that, Darnum and Valak, you enter into the previous room. What are you folks doing? Uh, what are you looking for? Oh, no, no. I I just had a funny idea. He's going to go over to the desk with the paper and the quill. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to take a piece of paper. Does the quill got pink, ink in it? Yep, it's in an inkwell. All right. Yeah, I can write this, but I'm not, I'm not saying nothing out loud. Okay. Just letting know that. He's going to write a piece of paper. He's going to write Eminem Bato on the piece of paper. Okay, you write that <laughs> of Eminem Bato. Nothing happens, but you do write it. And he folds it up and put it in his pocket. This. He says, huh, this would be funny later if I need it. <laughs> wait, do or whoever I, wait, reads it. Wait, do I, do I see you write it down? How secretive are you doing this? He's like? pretty secret. <laughs> okay, give me... <laughs> Uh, give me a okay. So give me a sleight of hand roll, Valak, against Darnum's, I guess, uh, perception roll. All right, I'll roll. <laughs> My eyes. I have super eyes, so this shit. Oh, hey, sixteen plus. It's a dirty twenty. Okay, dirty twenty. What about you, Valak? What were we rolling for again? Uh, your sleight of hand. Thirteen. Thirteen. Damn. <laughs> Valak has gone off to the desk and he's writing, and you catch a glimpse of him writing "mem nem." You don't see the last part, but you can piece together what the last part may be. You're not, you're not putting down whose name I think you're putting down, are you? Ah. You ever heard of, like, a get-out-of-jail-free card? <laughs> you're welcome. I, I mean, this would be pretty funny if somebody reads this. Well, not not for us. You're gonna oh, I'm to... not going to be here when this happens. But are you going to tell them to not read it until you leave? Oh, oh no! I'm just gonna tell him to read it after I leave. Don't worry; it'll be funny. I promise you. Maybe not for anybody else in the vicinity. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because he, he meant that thing mentioned about a bevelo. Uh, you I... know, today was a shit day. Give Valg a break, okay? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to help Valg. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll pat Valak on the shoulders. Like, you know what? There, there are other ways to love steam. You know what? If you want, I could talk to Sanper when we get back. We get a fight pit going. You can, you can punch somebody in the face a bunch of times. You know, 
Ooh, can I throw someone off the ship too? Um, maybe the may people. Maybe I'll throw Shreyos off. I'm just kidding. Maybe. Shreyos is like, I heard that you prick. <laughs> yeah, the, the door's well, I'm picturing Matt Hatman with uh, you had a matinee playing in Matt Rowell. If that was That's one way to vote someone off the show. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. As, I'm, as, I'm I just guess, saying, I think it was pretty funny, though. But you know what? That, now that you brought it, like, I'm going to like go back to the, like, if you don't mind, I'm just going to just start walking back towards the first room. The one we can't, we crawl through the window to get to. I'll start walking okay. back towards that room. You go into that, that, that almost like that leisure room? Yeah. Okay. You go back into that leisure room. Valak, what are you doing? I'm going to go back to um, Mirthal. Okay. You return to Mirthal while Darnum goes into the other room. Mirthal, you continue reading, I'm assuming, right? Yes. <clears throat> Months of experimentation has yielded results beyond anything I desired. When exposed to the right catalyzing stimuli, the substance adopts a different behavior and appearance than it ever been through its strange colorization. Black becomes this all-consuming, ravenous substance similar to what it originally was, or rather, the Tirith, as I discovered them. Red heightens the physicality of those exposed, uh, uncontrollable impulses. Good for causing a little ruckus, I suppose. Yellow and orange seem to have similar, if not the same. It's uh, parasitical in nature. Spreads indefinitely, but only lasts 24 hours. Then the host dies, and it becomes inert. And then blue. Blue itself is particularly interesting, but also, well, the cruelest of all. It induces a coma into the victim, and then... That lasts indefinitely so long as they're continuously supplied intravenously. And the brain activity, from what I've analyzed, suggests that they're in a blissful state. And then that's where it ends. Well, in corrupting a living creature from a revenue, it may move that way. So what you have followed up needs to be from a revenue. Or at least something copied from a Vevano. Yep. So that's how he made it. And now we know we definitely gotta stay away from any blue ooze. That does not sound fun. None of them do. But still. At least we know they're probably all weeks of fire. As far as we know. As far as we know. Who knows what he decided not to write down, too. This is true. And that was the last entry, uh, Shaper? No, there's one more. I am reading the fuck out of it. <clears throat> Mirth departed today, but not before making an intriguing proposition. It seems that his master's goal aligns with my own in a manner of sorts. It might prove to be useful in my ongoing war against the Shaper. My life is to mean nothing, and I will render existence the same kind. And that is where it ends. You heard that, Malik? What? He's against the Shapers. So when you, uh, help him disappear, Neron and the Shapers will be happy with me. They'll probably change who I'm about. Oh, don't worry. The, the, the reward of just uh, taking down Neron today and, and avenging Calgrim is, uh, will be swell. Oh, you! Oh, you guys keep forgetting. Hold on a second. 
Uh, wait. In that page, in that book, journal, anything else you read about any creatures? Remember, baby vouch from the Bevelo, so, you know, he knows stuff. Yeah, well, we just said it would only correct my pronunciation, Shaper, uh, the Tear. The Tirith. He named the Tirith. ooze, the ichor that he had discovered in a Bevelo, he named the Tirith after the ruins that were described to him by his Volden guy that he betrayed, essentially, Aria. Mm-hmm. So he named the substance after that, and then he made a facsimile of sorts because he couldn't control the actual substance. So he made a facsimile via like a combination of yeah, yeah, like a cyborg essentially or android. I forgot. No, cyborg. Cyborg is the right term. Okay. So essentially, it was only that one creature he interacted with. It wasn't right. only like maybe Mallet or the other creatures of Bevelo. Correct. He made a, a clone, I guess, a copy, as the Spriggles were saying. Hmm. Baby Val, you know about any Icker things? You see Baby Val like, flies ov- over to your right and to the left, spins around, pirouetting. Baby Val, like, Icker things. No. It's worth a shot. That's okay. Worth a shot. Okay. <laughs> That's my son, by the way. Baby Valak. Son. You see Baby Valak just like, <laughs> almost like a kit cat, like, just rubs up against your arm. I didn't even know if and, uh, is there anything else in the room? Then you went the chapter on the, is there something else in the drawers? Here? No, there's nothing else. It, you pull them open, it's just clothing. That's it. I am potting in this journal, just in case we need it later. All right, so you save the journal for later. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, take yeah, take it. Because I took all his money. Well, <laughs> so. well it's definitely some of his money. I don't know about all. Oh, we're going to rob his whole thing. Okay. <laughs> now we know he has a lab in the gardens. If this is the same place, it might be the same that uh, Narnum pointed out in that statue. Mm-hmm. Or it might be somewhere else here. We got the same place. So I went back to the other room. So I'm gonna go get him real quick. So we right. can go uh, there's no other way out in the room, right? It's just nope, the way we just came in. Just the pair of double doors. That's it. Yeah. So we go ahead that way anyway. Mel. Oh, okay. Okay. So while that conversation is going on, Darnum, what are you doing in that meantime? Just gonna head back to the room. Considering on the other side where that where that bust was, I want to just give it a quick look. See, see, if there's any. Alt- alternate paths or anything hidden that we may have missed over there? What you see is a pair of double doors, a flight of stairs flanking... Oh, so by the way, yeah, when you're walking past it, there's a flight of stairs going down that winds downward, and then as you get about a l- halfway past the bust, you notice another flight of stairs flanking that and going downward, winding downward. Um, and then ahead of you is that dimly lit hallway, and there's all the way at the end, there seems to be a door on your left, and then right in front of you are a pair of double doors. Okay. So I'll just try to be as, as stealthy as I can. Just try to head towards that door that's on the left in that hallway. Just okay, give me a stealth roll. All right. <coughs> that is going to be a three plus four, so seven. So every step you take, you hear... <coughs> with every single step. Until you reach the door. The epitome of stealth. So yeah. just take a listen to the door. <laughs> if I see if anyone nearby, like if there's anything on the other side or any sounds. Perception roll. And as that's happening, 
Mirthal and Valak exit the two rooms and return back that. to the room that they started in. And in the distance, you hear what sounds like... I'll head towards the sound with my wet mat. You ready? Okay. What about you, Valak? Then I hear... Where's that sound coming from? Straight ahead. Okay. He'll go too. Okay. Uh, what are you doing, Darnum? Just listening. That's a that's a twenty three on the perception. You hear nothing on the other side. It's gonna just check the door, see if it's locked. It's op- it opens easily. Click. Just pe- take a peek inside. You take a peek inside, and on your right hand side, there seems to be some sort of shrubbery. Uh, before you, however, there seems to be a long desk, about probably eight feet long. Okay. And it's just covered in what looks like blueprints. Jackpot. All right. I'll just make sure the door is open. I'll just, I'll just, you know, do a quick, like, spin, look around the room, and before I head towards the, towards the blueprints and examine them. Okay. Um. Take a look. Everything seems clear. All right. Just start glancing over the blueprints, see if there's any, if I recognize the locations, anything out of the ordinary. The first thing that you notice immediately is the statue, a basically the drawing of the statue and it shows what looks like an orb and in the clutched hand and it shows like you put the orb in the clutched hand and it'll activate what looks like some sort of lift that'll descend down into what could what is labeled as the garden lab. While that's going on, however, Mirthal and Valak arrive to the open door and you see Darnum looking over these blueprints. Everything okay, Darnum? I'd say as low as I can. Oh, well, I see there's some blueprints, and I, I'll, lift, I'll lift up the one with the statue with the orb. The orb I found might work with might work with this. And I'll hand it, I'll hand, hand it over to Mirthal. Uh, you can hold on to that. That makes sense. And then I'll just go back to the other ones. Uh, my question for you is, if he's already in there, how will he get in the well? Is there multiple orbs, or? Uh, well, there's the first one. We, there's the first one we found in the, ch- in the chest that I hold up the, the the cloth, the the one I have still wrapped in the cloth. There's mm-hmm. this one. Maybe there's if, throughout the other ones. If there's any information on any other orbs, we'll just, I'll, I'll motion towards towards the others that come over so we can start going through all of them. Okay, so uh, Valak, Mirthal, are you collectively going to help Darnum look over the blueprints? I definitely will. Yeah. Okay. Together, it's easy enough. You search through, and it reveals that there are multiple entrances to this lab. And one of them, actually, if you look at the blueprint of the manor that you're in right now, which gives you the layout of both the ground floor and the top floor that you're in right now, the room that you passed with the double doors is a parlor room of sorts, where people, guests can go to play games, get drunk, and so forth. Or that's what it's intended to look like. Okay. This room actually has what it seems like another entrance but in the room adjacent. And if you look to your right, because you guys are facing outward, if you look to your right, there's another door. And according to this blueprint, beyond that door is a bed, and that bed acts as the other way into the lab. All right. Well, the lift will probably be noisy. Does this midnight need other way would be more quieter? Uh, both reveal to be a lift of some kind. This one, instead, you just wind up pulling on the candelabra that's closest to the right hand side of the bed facing the room 
does it show where in the lab it goes to? Yes, it Anything does. That? So okay. The which one are you looking for? The garden or the bed? I'll start with the garden first. Okay. The garden seems to actually take you into what's supposed to be the traditional entrance of the lab, while the bed itself takes you closer to what is referred to as the research entrance, if that's if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, in that case, we'll probably better off taking the research entrance, right? Yeah. I'll ask uh, out loud to the party. Uh, I would hope you know. Let's not let's not make, let's not announce ourselves to to Narada when we get here. So yeah, maybe the research would be a better option. I mean, uh, we could announce ourselves with with my fist. Let me drop. Yeah, the the blueprint prop in here, right? In yeah. the lab. Does it show what's like in the main entrance proper area? And yeah. does he have it labeled as anything in particular? So it's just labeled as the main entrance. Mm-hmm. And inside the room, or rather the room that's designated as the main entrance, I should say, it just looks like what looks like a reception area. And then beyond it is a long corridor. And then the corridor is flanked with various different doors. And it's labeled each room as containment unit. <laughs> and then as you f- look further and it bends over, and as it's heading towards the research station, you see a room that's labeled cloning bay. All right, so this is where he probably makes it this. All right. I'm not going to lie. If we go there, you know we're probably going to encounter those oozes. Yes, but this is also, if he's only making them here, we could pretty much destroy this lab and stop them from being produced. Yeah, we could That's burn it down. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Is there more on the uh, new print? Absolutely. As you go past the cloning bay, it shows the research station, and then beyond the research station, it shows a large circular arena of some kind that's simply labeled test room. Hmm. Sounds inviting. Oh, yeah. We should bring him to the test room so I can test my fist on him. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started punching everything. I'm sensing yeah. it. I'm sensing it. I love it. Yeah, I'm um, I'm pretty sure we should probably head into the research area. You know, he's he if if he's some crazy doctor, he's probably spends most of his time there. Yep. That'll probably be the fastest way to him. And he'll pretty prepare no matter which way we go, but it sounds like this is a better choice. Uh I'll continue reading the blueprint though as well. Anything else sitting there? As you pour through the blueprints, I'm assuming all three of you are as well. I mean, all three. Yeah, yeah all three of you. Wow, yeah. I'm brain farting. Because um, I'm, I'm playing a stress as well, so I'm thinking there's four people here. Right. Oh, um, well, Ezreal, Ezreal, help me too. So as you folks are pouring through the blueprints, you notice that it becomes a little bit more in-depth. And he starts actually labeling things. And you, Darnum, notice one immediately within the cloning bay and in the research center. It's one's labeled Nasira. Is anyone paying attention to Darnum right now? I will assume I am. Did you notice, like, he, like as he's pouring, you see his eyes lock onto one of those labels, and then he starts—he leans in closest to 
and you see him muttering the word Nasiri, like under, like without like like wordlessly muttering it to himself. And it just kind of. Oh, are you okay? Uh. Well, I gotta roll for this. Hang on. <laughs> You just see like this, like this immediately, this immediately panicked look on his face. This is my wife's name, and he just he just points towards it. Wait, you have a wife? Y y yeah, I I, I do. Why did you invite me to the wedding? When was that? <laughs> years ago. Years ago. Why, why is her name here? I don't. Is that know. your wife's name? Oh. Oh wait. Is there all him from the journal again? Is there anything about his wife in there? No, nothing. The journal just is his documentation of his experimentations, rather. His documentation of experimentations. Wow, that's a mouthful. <laughs> of the inner. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Um Oh man, I hope there's not some like cheating going on. He's like he's like looking around, he's like, oops, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Before <laughs> Narnum starts rushing out in the room, is there anything else about the uh friend near his wife's name? Nothing. It, there are a series of other names. So she's not the what only one. Names? Other name they're just random names of what you can assume to be citizens of Loria or the Nine Realms, essentially. Oh fuck me. Okay. Um that's not good. Which confirms uh, however you don't see Cliff's name, if that makes you feel better. Yeah, no, anything about Udil in there? Nothing. No Udil okay. in there. There's enough. Any name we know besides Yardums? Uh, Surprisingly, no. Uh, no names thus far. So, so far, everyone you've encountered seems to be on the level. You do see someone. There was one blueprint, an old blueprint, labeled Narod, but it was hastily scrawled off, and then subsequent blueprints have a different name. Interesting. Can I make out what they said? It just says Narod on it. That's it. And that's it? And then he for some reason he scratches it out. It looked like very angrily. <laughs> Somebody experimenting on themselves. Okay. Um, or may not even be the same person anymore. Alright. Um, thinking of that. Hey, Darnum. Any blueprints of the first floor? I all of this manor? Yes, so the ground floor of the manor. Uh, the ground floor. You guys skipped an entire floor. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so, in the ground floor, starting from the main entrance, there's a vestibule. On the left-hand side of the vestibule, there's about a 60-foot-long corridor that goes out to what looks like a small uh, waiting or relaxation garden, different from the garden lab. This one just has a pond with what looks like bonsai or bonsai-esque trees. On the right-hand side, it looks like a parlor room of some kind, uh, a study of sorts. <clears throat> In the center, you see what looks like the flight of stairs flanking a series of columns, and that just go up, which you can assume are safely the stairs that you saw, all three of you, as you were passing the bust. Left-hand side, as you enter into the foyer, there is a long table with a series of seats. Uh, you can assume that is the dining area. Above it, the kitchen slash food prep, and beside it, the larder, and then further to the left, towards the end, a series of rooms labeled, get, uh, not guest quarters, uh, staff quarters. Further, yeah. further north, past this alcove, 
<clears throat> you have what looks like a bathing area, like almost like a, uh, a steam room or sauna of sorts. Next to that, on the right-hand side, more staff quarters. And that's it for the ground floor. Then let's head to that bedroom for the research center. And, uh, yeah, we're definitely headed. Okay. Yeah, you said we're going to lab, right? Yeah, we're taking the blueprint with us, okay. especially the ones with the lab. Okay, so whoever's going to carry the blueprints in their inventory, make sure to mark off that you have the lab blueprint. Oh, lab blueprints. Okay, I'll, I'll do it. Okay. Add uh, custom item. So, as you folks continue, you enter into the room that is labeled on the blueprints as the entrance, or rather the way to get to the research station. Before you is another king-size bed. However, these are are donning rather golden, regal-looking sheets. Beside it, just like the blueprint displays, a candelabra. Do you all get into bed together? Hey, wait, what? Wait, what? What? It's not the first time. I, Come on. I was say, Darn, like, <laughs> if Darn was like even a half of somewhere, he's already beelined it for the bed to try and trigger this thing to go to go off. Okay, you're on the bed, Valak. You're jumping on the bed. Oh, he yeah, he's gonna jump on it. <laughs> okay, you jump on top of Darn. Uh, Mirthal, you too. Yeah, I'll hop on my entire trail here, running. Okay, Astrios hops on too. So it's four men in a bed. Uh, yep. Wow. I Ain't I nothing will. A-yo about this. <laughs> and whoever pulls on the, the handle of the candelabra, the bed just begins to descend downward, and what light there was above just slowly disappears as two doors close, blocking it out, and you're just concealed in darkness, and it just descends. And that is where we'll be taking our first break. Uh... <laughs> I I wanted to so because you, right when you got to the journal was right about like a, like hour fifteen I was like I could be a dick but no I'm probably broke something in my apartment. All right, guys, uh, bathroom breaks. Smoke them if you got them. Drink them if you want, and uh, we'll be right back. And we're back. All right. So we're going to pick up where we left off. You guys descend further deep into the ground. And as once the bed comes to a stop, you find yourself in this large rectangular room. There are tables with notes strewn across all over the place. You are safe to say that you are officially inside the lab, particularly the research station. What is it you three would like to do? Um, uh, we pull out the blueprints. Where is it in order to uh, 
Or them white <laughs> So, uh, based off of the blueprints, you would have to, from where you guys are, literally straight ahead, there is a pair of double doors. These double doors don't have any doorknobs on them whatsoever. It's unlike anything you have ever seen. Except for maybe Valak. Hmm. And beyond there is a corridor, a small one, but immediately, probably about 10 feet into that corridor, if you make a left, there is yet another doorway on the map that shows to the cloning chamber where Nasira's name had been referenced. All right. Uh, Carefully head that way. Okay. As you gentlemen leave this room and are approaching the double doors, they slide open, revealing the corridor. Everything Hmm. is immaculately white. Yeah. I don't see any. Uh, I said, anyone check any of those those notes ever? Like, there, like you said, there were notes strewn about the about the room, right? Yep, there are notes strewn all over this research room. Okay. But I'm assuming you gentlemen are leaving, or does anyone want to take a look at those notes? Well, here's my question, Darnum. When you like rushing ahead towards your wife's room, or like, uh, like Darnum, like Darnum's like is making his is beelining that way. Like, okay, if you guys so... want, like, if you guys are gonna check stuff out, then that's fine. But Darnum is. He's got he he's, he's got tumbling. All right, I'm gonna tell uh, Ezreal grab as much in the paper as he can. It might be useful later. And before you even say that, you didn't even realize it at first. He was right as soon as the bed landed. He was already jumping on the notes. Yeah, he started grabbing everything to put them away. So okay, he's like cool. stuffing. You see, scrolling everything up. He puts like little bands on them, ribbons, shoves them into his bag. He's like way ahead of you, and he's just at work. I give him a nod, and I uh, take. You know, persistent behind Darnum. Okay, you follow Darnum. What about you, Valak? What are you doing? Uh, he's gonna follow. He's gonna follow uh, Darnum to make sure he's okay. Okay, so all three of you f- enter into this corridor within ten feet. Darnum, upon remembering what was on the blueprint, you make a right. The door opens up automatically, and inside the room that's very dimly lit. You see a series of vats, and then within these vats, there are not fully formed bodies floating within them. And then at the center of this room, there are about six tables. Each of these tables, uh, half of these tables, I should say, are empty with three of them being occupied by bodies similar to the shape of the ones or process of the ones that are in the vats currently. Ugh. What the hell is this? All right. Can we get the ones in the vats? Absolutely, give me an investigation roll. How about you, Darnum? What are you doing? I know. I'm just looking. I'm looking for Nasira's. Like, if okay. there's like a vat with her name on it, or if there's a thing where her name is, on, I'm look, I'm looking for that. Investigation with advantage. How about you, Valak? Um, did anyone go and check the tables? No one has checked the, the tables yet. Would you like to? Yes, I'll go okay. over to the tables. You I'm said there's a... six bodies on there. There are three bodies, six tables. Okay, so we'll go over to the the bodies. Okay. Are they out in the open? Yes, they are out in the open. Okay. Uh, 25 on that investigation. Okay, 25. Mirthal, what'd you get? Nine. Nine? Mm-hmm. So as you're searching, you are more fascinated. You've never seen this before, Mirthal. There are p- living beings growing in these cylindrical glass objects filled with this strange green liquid that that is almost borderline brackish. You, Darnum, however, you immediately remember calling upon what you recollect with the blueprint and head towards the vet labeled Nasira. Valak, 
you looking over the tables, you see what looks like one of the bodies looks like an incomplete stoneborn, and another looks like half of a we're talking from the waist up, a scale bound <coughs> with what looks like some sort of like reddish scaling. Um like a reddish orangish hue kind of gives like almost that autumnal look. And then there are two empty tables, and then there's one more table with what looks like a fully completed human. Hmm. I'm wondering if maybe they were trying to, he's, he's talking out loud to himself, but he's okay. saying, I'm wondering if they were trying to put two different type of, uh, of these uh, people together. That's weird. And it'll go over to the human. Don't want to say human. You look at this human. Um, yeah, you, you met Narod, so this human looks like Narod. Why? Why does he look like him? Hmm. He's going to poke him. <laughs> okay, you poke it. And as you poke it, we'll be cutting over to Darnum. Darnum. <laughs> You go to, you go to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he gets really hard. No, um, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I better do an in-depth investigation. <laughs> you see, he looks at you. Let's go cave exploring. No, anyway. Oh, um... oh, oh no. no. <laughs> and the next episode. <laughs> so, Darnum, you see this vat, and in it is almost not fully but almost a complete identical Nysira. Nysira. Just floating there. And it's, yeah, and just uh, and it's clear that it's, just, it's, it's, not, it's not the real deal. No, because it's not fully complete. There are parts that are missing. Is it completed? No, <laughs> uh... no I don't work for Watsy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> I just stare at it. Like, how does this, like the the vat, this this vat looks? Like, is it like like a sturdy kind of glass? It's like there's like stuff on top of like machinery on top or bottom around it or anything? Or so on top, it looks like there's like a metal containment unit, and on the bottom there looks like there's a met- metallic unit as well with what looks like grates that are currently closed that looks like potentially can open. Yu-Gi-Oh! I'll say since since everyone else is out of earshot, Darnold like Darnold will just kind of like like instinctively just raise a hand and try and put it on the glass, but stop himself because it's it's not real. It's not her. Right. Then that hand kind of curls into a fist, and then he's gonna rear back. And then punch that glass as hard as he can. Give me an attack roll. Okay. Mirthal, while you're investigating, you found you're completely bewildered and kind of in awe of this all. What are you doing? Uh, as your well, companions are nowhere in sight, by the way. Nowhere in sight. I'm going to hand towards Arnhem. I knew he was more, you know, worried about his wife just to make sure he's all right. Investigation roll, please. Malik, as you poke this doppelganger of Narad, nothing happens, but the body feels soft, like gelatinous. Uh. 
It looks like the rod, but it's extra squishy. <clears throat> I wonder, Phil. He tries to uh, pokes it harder. Poke it harder. How hard are you poking it? I don't know. He's pretty fucking thick, Mike. <laughs> Wait, you're using a finger for this, right? Yeah, you're using a finger, not your sword, right? Or... Uh, let's, see what, let's see what the dice say. And I was <laughs> <laughs> so you poke, you poke, you poke the rod, or the doppelganger of the rod, and you're poking a little harder, and your finger starts to sink in. And it feels cold. And it doesn't feel normal. Yeah, this weird. Uh, is there like any not knives around? You know, hold on, hold on. He's like, hold yeah, on, hold there, on. There are, there are surgical utensils around. Okay, he's just gonna take one of them and uh, you know, just just cut his arm, see what comes out. You cut the arm, and what comes out looks like this pale, viscous material, and it just oozes out and begins to pour. As it pours, it gives off this sweet, pungent aroma. <laughs> you hear him go, cool. Yeah. <laughs> what did you get, Mirthal? A uh, seven. A seven? Mm -hmm. Takes you a bit, and you... Darn him. <clears throat> What's that attack roll? That's a 28. You definitely hit. Roll damage. Alright, and... I'm, you know, just just because I'm, I'm literally putting everything I have into this. Roll damage. Alright, so that's going to be one, two, <clears throat> all of these. Oh, and these as well. Uh... Okay. Okay, so that's going to be... Five plus four is nine. Nine. Twelve. Uh, Seventeen. Nineteen. Twenty-one. Twenty-three. Twenty-four. Twenty-six. Oh my god. Twenty-nine points of total damage. Holy crap. Okay, so <clears throat> you wind back your fist with all your might. You swing. And you hold nothing back, Mirthal. You arrive just as his fist makes contact with the glass. And in your ears, you hear it slowly begin to grind beneath his knuckles. And then, Valak, as you're going, Whoa, right? All of a sudden, you hear, womp, 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 womp. The, rooms in the, the light in the room goes red. And you just hear, breach in cloning bay. Breach in cloning bay. He goes, oh, shit. And he starts, uh, he'll run over to Darnum okay. and uh, Mirthal. All right. Easy enough. Give me a quick investigation roll. Oh, okay. See, see how quick you find them. Oh, okay. I was uh, say, 11. Would he, would he get a, okay, I was saying, would he get advantage because of, you know, I'm not being all that quiet. Yeah, I'd say you get advantage because you heard, like, in the uh, distance. Let's see. I roll shit. Wow, thank God. All right, 11. <laughs> Never mind 11. about the other roll. <laughs> it takes you a couple minutes, but you remember, oh, shit, I heard a sound come from this way, so... By the time you get there, Mirthal's there, uh, Darnum's there. Darnum, you have little bits of glass in your knuckles, right? 
and there is liquid seeping out of the containment unit and the level of the fluid is starting to decrease and there's just this blaring sound womp womp with consistently being followed with breach in cloning bay breach in cloning bay oh so it hasn't cracked yet so step oh back. it's cracked but then there's fluid leaking oh, so oh i mean well not open so step, oh no half step back thrust kick just gonna same spot gonna just i'm i'm, I'm breaking this open all right do it all right and okay 17 17 hits all right it's not gonna be <clears> as much damage because i already the same target so uh Right. Six plus four is ten. Plus two is twelve. Plus two, fourteen. Oh yeah. So you you're kicking, right? Yes. So you swing your foot, whack, right at the same exact spot. The glass shatters, and liquid just pours and water falls out and cascades onto the floor. The body of seemingly Nasira drops to the uh, floor of the containment unit. You two witness this. Uh, so is that like your wife or like a clone? Like I'm just like, asking. I don't know. I'm like, darn it's awkward right now. <laughs> he doesn't know what to say. He's trying to like figure it out. <laughs> Darn's gonna just gonna just hold like I like just cradle its head. Of, this is a. Cl- this is the closest he's been to even anything close to his wife in years at this point. But just gotta just look at it because this thing is like completely lifeless, right? It's completely lifeless. Yeah. Like eyes closed or eyes open? Eyes are closed. All right. Just stare at it. And... Uh... I would say, does anyone even? I, I don't know what the uh, stone, what what the uh, what in this version of Draconic is, but he'll. If anyone's listening to him, he's going to start talking in that language. I think I called it. Out. I think I called the draconic. So. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think I can. I can understand it. Okay. Oh, so that's the case. And yeah, you just definitely hear. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought you. I thought you'd be fine where you were, and I didn't want to bring you into this. And as you say that, the eyes open. And the body of Nasira begins to convulse, and as it convulses, it begins to slowly just liquefy and resembles a gelatinous substance you saw a long time ago, Darnum. And just in your arms, Nasira just dissolves. So I would say at that point, you just see him just sitting, whatever that, whatever she's dissolved into, he's just sitting there for like a good, like maybe five, ten seconds. Just kind of just quietly standing up. Uh, hey man, just you want a drink? Cause Val's not good in these situations. But hey, that's not your wife, so. But if it makes you feel better, we should throat kick him both of us same time. You know what I'm saying? We're a foot up his ass. You see, Darn just kind of just stands there very quietly, and just like I would say, being barely audible. Just uh, um, I'm gonna eat his fucking eyes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. 
like it's almost like I would say at this point it goes like you know when someone gets so angry, the the the, the emotion kind of just drains out their face and it gets blank. At this is the point where Darnum is now. And as this occurs, you just hear <coughs> in the intercom above. Well, well, well. It seems I have some uninvited guests. How rude not to announce yourself before coming to my abode. Does that does that sound like Narod? Uh, it's Narod. Okay. Yeah. Can he hear us when we're talking or no? It's up to you. Just find one way to find out. Huh. You guys hear that? I told you we should have went to the front door. <laughs> um, we have nightmare here. I is the night any green showing them or anything like that? Sorry, repeat that. Any night greens or any display cases like in the north hole? No, all you hear like is a voice. Oh. Yeah. Uh. We sent word that we were coming, did you not get it? I guess no one decided to notify me of uh, guests. Sounds like bad hope on your end. Oh, I'm surrounded by but three new fresh test subjects. A stoneborn and two, well, two strangers from this place. I wonder how your body will react to what I have in store for everyone. Oh, oh, I'm gonna react real quick. You better show your ass down here right now. Oh, you're a fiery one, yes. So full of life. Those often make the best test subjects. Well, if you're so eager to test your metal against what I have to rot against you all, I recommend you find my test room. Yeah, how are you doing? Waiting, and you hear just a click. Oh, Darwin's already—he's already—he's already making his way. Upon upon remembering the blueprints, you immediately remember that the room to, like, literally the room to the left of the research station where you came into originally, is the test room. So, literally let's, south uh, of the research room. Let's get a, a move on. Circular arena-like area. Uh Darnum, me also mad. But be careful, could be trapped too. He know we coming. Nothing at this point. Yep. No, no response at, at, at this point. He's like, like he's already he's already got the fast walk going. All right, so you all head towards the, the uh, testing area. Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right, you all head to the testing area. As you enter the testing area, the double doors open. You enter it, close behind you, and you just hear click again. <laughs> Welcome. Let's see how well you test against my latest experiment. And standing do we, in the do yes. we see him at all? No, you don't see him at all. Damn it. But standing okay. in the arena, Darnum, yet again, is another Nasira. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Now, is, this, is this like a pitch-perfect copy? Like, everything is uh, correct? Give me a perception roll. Dirty 20. It looks perfect. Darnum, better not hold back. 
one step forward, slowly, to... What's wrong, Mr. Han? picking up, and, like, I would say before he even gets to finish that sentence, I'm already throwing my fist and ran right through this, right through this clone's chest. Okay, as you throw your fist, I'll let you get a surprise attack, so give me attack with advantage. Ooh, even better. Oh, it says 15 plus nine, 24. That hits. All right. Let's roll all these at the same time to save myself the headache. Okay, so that's two plus four is six. Plus eight is 14. Plus five is 19. 20. 24. 30. 35. 37 points total. 37 points how, where are you hitting this thing, by the way? Like dead, like like center mass. Just. You hit and you hear bone crunched as you make contact with the sternum. It concaves and it leaves. And Marathal, you get a glimpse of this, and it brings you back to the mo- point where Aman actually punched a, and left a similar impression into <laughs> into Nysira's chest, or seemingly the clone of Nysira. And she looks at you, tears welling in her eyes. How could you, Darnum? Yes, how could you, Mr. Han? How rude. My dear, I think you should teach him some manners. And you see, she begins to convulse. And as she convulses, she begins to grow, dwarfing even Valak. She reaches about 25 feet. And as she does so, her legs begin to recede. And she's actually levitating off the ground until the point where they're no longer there. And you see, just inside is just this floating torso. Arms, one, two, seven arms protrude out additionally plus the two making nine talons out and you see a gash open where you had punched roll for initiative folks uh, uh, no. No. Oh, no, it's, I thought I was going to go into a clone fight it's turned into, it's turned to doom uh, <laughs> 17 for me uh, 17 here as well 17 okay let me I gotta roll twice because I have initiative I, I have, uh, have advantage. advantage nice nice yes, sir. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's, that was shit. That was shit. That was nine. Thank God. Ooh, nine. Is there a plus for initiative or no? Yeah. Nice. Oh, okay. So, ooh, that's really good. Twenty-two. There you go. Ooh, okay. So it's going to be Valak, and then the next are seventeen. Yes. Okay. Um, monster has twenty. Dirty twenty. <clears throat> hey, what's then... your, hey, what's your, uh, what's your dex bonus, uh, Mirthal? Uh, four. Oh, yeah. Have four, so we're both tied. So okay, so darn. Okay. Yeah, it makes more sense, bro. And we have uh Mirthal right here. Okay. Um, let my life counter up. Okay, so you did thirty nine you said? Uh thirty seven. Wait. Third one D eight plus the dun plus the Yeah, okay. One yeah, thirty seven. Thirty seven? Okay. You did 37 points of damage, and now she is transformed. The chest splits open, revealing what looks like a series of gelatinous spheres of some kind. Uh, Valak, you have the floor. This thing is floating in the air. It's about 20 feet tall and 20 feet wide. It is huge with nine arms all around it. Almost kind of like if a spider's belly was facing you and all its legs were, you know. Yeah. Well, Jesus fucking Christ. No wonder this guy went to a bevelo. You got a sick fucking fetish, don't you? Narod. <laughs> well, when one is in pursuit of eternal life, 
because one does not want to become nothing, you tend to create a few things and break a few eggs, as it were. I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty excited to fight this. <laughs> and I am more than happy to see how you die in the most horrific way. Oh, Valak ain't dying. You haven't heard of me yet. I'm about to make you hear me and feel me. Know what I mean? Oh. Oh. <laughs> He's talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, um, this is things floating in the air. Um, it's levitating. You can levitating. still make attacks against um, Looking at the creature's uh, kind of chest area, body part, do I notice anything? Do you notice gelatinous orbs inside it? Like inside his chest. Yes, inside his chest. So it's it like popped, split open, kind of like a like a womb, and inside are like a series of gelatinous orbs, just hundreds of them. <sighs> that might be a good spot. He takes out Devastator of Song. He holds on to it and he says, "This is gonna be a good fight. I promise. Get, grant me the power I need." And then give me a, a D one hundred. Uh, here we go. What is that? What is that? Ooh, 77. And you hear Rackus's voice in your head. Hmm, more than happy to, partner. Uh, give yourself an additional dice to your damage for when it comes to the bludgeoning damage. Nice. Ooh, sexy. For this combat. Yes. So Valk is gonna take out... He has Devastator sewn out, mm -hmm. and... You say this thing is floating in the air? It's Jeez. levitating off the ground, probably about, you know... How far off the ground? Eight feet. You can still reach it. All right. So he's going to go up to it and smack it with Devastator of Song with ahead, uh, me... Earth damage. Okay, give me an attack roll. Ooh, 17 plus... 27? Is that... 27 hits, yes. All right. I just want to make sure, because I rolled that one time when we were playing, and it didn't. I was like, nah, it's, it's broken. Well, then. <laughs> Look, I can't be hitting him that hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Oh, I got to get my sheet out for the earth damage, too. There we go. Regular damage and earth. Three. Two, five. So, 11, and then the earth damage is 2D. 2d8. There you go. 2d8 plus 5. 4. 8. 12. 17. 28 for the first attack. Okay, so 28 points of damage as you cleave your hammer against it. Uh, or your maul, rather, I should say. Are you striking a spot in particular? Yeah, that one, the spot. You said there was 8 of them. Oh, one of the arms? Yeah, let's do one of the arms. Okay, so you strike one of the arms. Um, you hit one of the joints, and you hear a resounding snap. The arm kind of flails there lazily. Huh. So there are eight more arms. Eight. He had nine arms total? Or she whatever. has nine arms total, correct. Okay. And you see she looks at Darnum, and you see tears, similar to that Valak, by the way, the same pale viscous material that poured out of the Narod clone. You see pour out of her eyes. Darnum, how could you let him do this to me? I loved you. Now this thing has a mouth? Yeah, its head didn't go away. Alright. Yeah. 
He's he's gonna try to shut that mouth up. You know what I mean? It's not it's not cheating because it's not her. So so to do so, you would. Okay, so, this thing is twenty. This thing is twenty feet tall. So you would have to either throw them all if you're looking to do that, or do an acrobatics roll on top of your attack roll. I'll allow it, but as a free action. But that's what you would have to do because it's again twenty feet tall. Yeah, let's do the. What kind of roll you said? Acrobatics. Uh, yeah. Or okay. athletics, is it? Acrobatics. Acrobatics? Okay, yes. Acrobatics. Alright, uh, 15. 15. You manage to get up. You leap using one the broken arm as a way to bounce yourself up it. You find footing on one of the sides of the maw and the chest and jump up yet again. You bring down the hammer. Give me the attack roll. Okay. 13 plus 10. 23. Mm, that doesn't hit. Oh, this game's broken now. <laughs> <laughs> you clean How the, the fuck did I not hit? I'm right on it. <laughs> 23. Does it, The AC is 24. Damn. Close, but no cigar. Damn. And you swing down, and it just shifts ever so slightly, and you lose your tracking of its head. And you bring it down, and the head just lands nestled between where the like the shoulder part is, plus missing it entirely. So, and then you are you gonna stay on this thing or jump back down? Uh he's gonna uh, jump back down. Okay, you jump back down, no problem whatsoever. Oh, damn it! Can't be I'm so mad that I missed. He's gonna enter rage for his bonus uh, bonus action. Okay, you crack your bonus action, and you enter in a rage. And, uh, that is, I will not move right now, I'm okay. Okay. Yes. Okay, I'm done. Okay, so, as this occurs... Do we have the order? Oh, shit, I didn't think about it. Yeah, the monster's next, and then it's Darnum, and then it's Mirthal. Okay. You sure you don't want to move? It's up to you. Now, I forgot, I always forget the rule... So if you move and you don't disengage, if you don't have the disengage action, um, the monster can make an attack of opportunity on you if you move away from it. You are within range of attack of opportunity if you move without the disengage. Do you have disengage or no? That would be on reaction? That would be under actions. Action. Or bonus actions, I think, right? Or, or what, what is it, Ernie? It would be under well, technically. Yeah. Technically, actions or bonus actions. Do you see anything that says disengage? No. Unless you multi-class into a role, you shouldn't have anything. Ah, so unfortunately you don't have it. It's up to you. You can still make the move, but it would get an attack of opportunity on you if you did. No, it's up to he's going to face the monster head on. So okay. he's going to... The smell is awful, by the way, because you're this close to its the maw. It, 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 it's like that same sweet pungent aroma. Okay. Like, oh, wait. The damage. What was the additional damage? I forgot. An uh, extra, an extra bludgeoning. So whatever your bludgeoning dice was, which I think is what for the mall is two d six, right? Two d six plus five. So it would be an additional d six. So if you want, because you did two attacks. Oh no, yeah, it was, was twenty nine total. Why yes. twenty nine for the first attack, second attack missed? So now so I roll. Add, I roll the d six. Just yep. one more d six. Just one. D- okay. Yeah, just one d six. Uh ooh, six. So thirty six. Okay. No, 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 thirty five. Sorry. Yeah, thirty five so damage. I'll just subtract six from its life total. Minus six. Cool. So, um, is that it for your turn, Mr. Balak? Yes. Okay. 
Next, we have the monster. The monster is going to let out a shriek and a sob and looks at you mournfully, Darnum. How could you? And then its chest is going to split open and it's going to shoot out three of these orbs. One at Valak, one at Darnum, one at Mirthal. All of you need to give me a deck saving throw. Go. Oh, I have um, I have advantage by the way on on deck saving throws with perfect defense. Yeah. It says why well, I can see while not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. So. You're fine, Darnum. Uh, eight for me. Right. Yeah. Deck saving. Yes, deck saving, okay. and you have advantage if I'm not mistaken. So first one's fifteen. Let's see if the next one's fifteen plus. So eighteen. Eighteen. You just made it, Valak. <sighs> Uh, that's going to be like he just made it. Like you see, the thing I won't try to touch his cheek, yeah. but it missed. It, it grazes past your cheeks, and I mean your cheeks, your butt cheeks. Oh, um, that's what I'm talking about. You, you, you did the thing where you know, like when you're trying to walk between two people, and you like go to your side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you do that, Valak, and it grazes your butt cheek. But he, um, did he do the Neo thing, like the Matrix? Just kind of just yeah. like it. Your, your, butt, your, your butt cheeks did. They kind of like, oh. res- like they receded into your your butt. Um, Steam clenches cheeks just yeah, to evade exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Darnum, definitely. You just quickly. You actually use the momentum of the gelatinous orb, and you bounce off of it, do a nice flip, and land back on your feet, glaring at this uh, facsimile of your wife, Marathal. However, you're not so fortunate. Uh, that's going to be uh, five, eight, uh, eighteen. You take 22 points of poison damage as, boom, this thing hits you, and it hurts. Um, the monster is going to look at you, Valak, upset that you had hit it, and it's going to make a slice, a swap, swipe at you. I doubt a seven hits. Uh, my armor class, right? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. No, seven no. doesn't hit. <laughs> yeah, no. It swings one of its arms at you. And it misses entirely. This time you do the Neo thing and you dodge it easily enough. Um, that is the end of the monster's turn. Darnum, go. All right, so how high can I jump? I mean, if Valak could jump up that high, and if I see Ooh. no reason why a monk wouldn't be able to. Yeah, oh, just... we could, I have an idea. We could do like the Goku and Frieza thing. I could, you know, my arms, I could just, you know, like that, make you jump. Use a combination attack. I don't know. I'm just. Throwing shit out. Okay, well, I gotta, I gotta keep that in mind. I'm gonna just leap. Sh- <laughs> I want to see if I can just leap straight up and just straight up M Bison style, thrust both of my heels into this into, into the back of this thing. Remember, if I could throw you. It's not like that didn't work last time. If somebody threw me. Just saying. <laughs> no, it, no, oh, no, I remember it did. No. <laughs> yeah. I want to see if this one works first, because that way, maybe, if this if what I have in mind works, we won't, we won't, we won't need to try and throw me again. But, uh, <laughs> So I'm just gonna just leap up straight, straight down, with an attack, and then. So that's a 19 to hit. 19. Unfortunately, that does not hit. The AC is 24. Sassafras. So you are. You, I'm, I'm assuming you're trying to hit the head. Oh no, I was gonna just try and hit the body. I don't care where I hit. Okay, so you just swing and you leap up, and woof, you don't make purchase on it. And then, even angrier now, just. One, we're gonna go. We'll, go. we'll go for it one more time with the second attack. Like parkour off of something and then just leap in the air and then try it again. 
18, so no, that second one misses. Second misses, unfortunately. All right, so then with my... You know what? Hang on, let me double check what this is. I gotta find a way to make it to... You know what? There we go, that's what I was trying to find, seven again. I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use step of the, I'm gonna use a burn a key point to use step of the wind, so I can double my jump distance. So, cause what I wanna do this time, instead of just trying to land, I'm gonna try and jump and land on this thing entirely. Not like just hit it, but just straight up just fine for just like land on, land on top of this. No problem. Piece. So go ahead, give me, give me a uh, acrobatics roll. Right, acrobatics. Oh, easy. Nine. That's 19 plus. So it's 1928. Yeah, easily enough. You actually use Valak to actually get your initial jump, and you hop onto this thing. All right. So I'm just. So that'll be that'll be it for my turn. Landing on and pretty much just on top of this thing now for right now. Okay. Is that your turn? Yes. It's going to use a legendary action. Ooh. And as it does so, you see it, it cocks its head to you. Why would you do this? I love... And as it does, its head splits into two, uh, lower jaw at, literally separating from the upper jaw, and out through its throat pops out what looks like a stalk of some kind, and then blossoms what looks like a flesh-flowered lotus, and it Ugh. shoots a barb at you. Uh, Darnum, I need you to give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, no, not con. That's not something I'm good at. Damn it. Um... Wait, better con your way to safety. I'm gonna stop. Oh, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs> darn it, darn it was like, please take me. <laughs> you know, instead of like, dodging, 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 open, open his shirt up. Like, yep, get the target right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fifteen plus four, nineteen. Oh, nice. The save is eighteen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you actually get hit, and there's a numbing sensation. But it quickly subsides, and you hear your heart start to begin to have palpitations. The stem, the little dart falls out, and then out leaks a similar viscous, silvery substance. But your body has resisted whatever toxin this was. Damn it. Oh, I was just something I could have caught and stabbed you. But you're lucky. <laughs> you looked down on this one. <laughs> this is Vashon saying it, not Tartan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Anything but... else, Mr. Darnum? Oh, no, that, no, that's it. But my turn is over. Okay, Mirthal, your turn. Neuron, Neuron, Neuron. I wanted to stop you. Now I want to torment and kill you. I cannot wait. You just may wipe against him. Get a pay slowly. As I say that my blade rises up, it glows with an iridescent light. I point it at the creature, and I say, be gone. If me goes and hits and crosses it, I need the creature to make a constitution saving throw, please, as I cast a uh, finger of death on it. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's cocked. Otherwise, I would have been a 22. Oh, okay. Hey, yo, where you pointing that finger at? <laughs> 18? 18 is the save, so you take half the damage. Go ahead. So it's fifty cents. Half. Jesus. Okay, so that's gonna be twenty-eight. Alright. Yep. Eight. Okay. He's getting off life. 
how he's been looking. Oh, it's it it's starting to show some wear and tear, but nothing significant. Nothing significant. Yeah. All right. On that note, as a bonus action, I will cast hats on it. Go ahead. So that's a bo uh, bonus action, right? Yep. Normal heads, not headling curse. Okay. A normal heads appears around it. Alright, and that is going to be my turn. Okay. Top of the round. Valak, your turn, good sir. <sighs> Still not oh, dead by yet. the way, it has its mantis on uh, Constitution Melody Chats. Okay. 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 You ready, Valak? Yep. All right. This close the still near the creature. Mm -hmm. This time he's gonna attack Devastate Song. Gonna switch it up to fire damage this time. Okay, and now attack ahead. it. Uh, twenty-four, right? Yes, 24 hits. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just hit. <laughs> oh, my God. My fucking heart is right now. <laughs> hey, you want in combat. No, I know. I like it. <laughs> my heart's beating. My dick's... I mean, what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is, hey, this is my clone wife you're talking about now. <laughs> nah, it's you not see... cheating. It's not the real thing. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking God. You see Valix just fucking has a clothesline out. Fucking hang towels on. <laughs> Okay, so go ahead, roll damage, sir. And then roll <laughs> the extra one. And don't forget the additional uh, d6. Yep. So the first hack is uh, 18. 18 points of damage? Yep. Fire damage. Okay. 18 points of fire damage. Okay. Poof! You see the scorch mark actually burns away a significant portion of the flesh, revealing underneath it even more. But you also see what looks like pumping it is this strange silvery organ of some kind and it's oozing the same liquid before as before huh. this time I'm going for that part the the, the ooze part he's gonna he has extra attack so he's gonna attack again but this time at that the strange oh my god the strange part that you okay. just said oh 25 yes okay you hit Oh, that's a shit roll. Well, I'm actually, wasn't bad. 13 plus 5, 18, then the extra one. Plus 3, uh, 21. 21 points of damage, and you're striking this part, right? Yeah. Uh, is it bludgeoning? What type of damage? It's fire, so it's a thing. It's Well, besides the fire, it is bludgeoning. Okay, so as you deal this fire damage, it scorches away the fluid and reveals more of this flesh and you see what looks like a heart of some kind you seem to have done a little bit more damage to it than normal huh. and it reels back as you hit it and you hear a scream coming out from its throat hole because its Ugh. head doesn't exist anymore so <laughs> and <laughs> this is the kind of thing when Val hears a scream he's also gonna he's gonna howl back at him Okay. Just kind of some flavor thing. He's gonna okay. he's gonna howl back at him. You want to do the howl or? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I have to roll anything, but I just wanted to do it. No, no, just do <laughs> it, do it, do it. Oh, I can't do it, dude. My authority oh. hurts. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. 
Or just trying to speak, Alex. Yeah. So, you let out the howl. Anything else? Uh, Nope. Okay. It is the monster's turn. Upset entirely at you, Valak. It actually rips off the broken arm that you had broken earlier. And whack, whack, does two successive attacks on you. <laughs> and you see this that silvery fluid begin to pour all over the floor. It stinks. Wait, it's um, hitting me? Yes, it's hitting yeah. you. With the fluid? No, 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 with the arm. The fluid, the fluid's just leaking out of where the arm was ripped out of. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, you're not getting hit by the fluid, no. Oh, okay. Um, 23 hit. <sighs> Unfortunately. Um, I have a, I have a question about yes. you. Can I do a reaction or no? Yeah, you have your reaction still. You haven't used it. And it was the top of the round. So if you did, you would have gotten it back. Yeah, no, I I don't I didn't use it. Okay, so, so yeah. what is he exactly doing? What is he? He's attack he's attacking you. So it rolled for the first attack. Yeah, but like is it a tentacle? Is it a blast? It's, what is it? it's its arm. It ripped off its broken arm that you had broken oh, earlier okay, and okay. is using its uh, his broken arm as a club. Oh god. So yeah. Yeah. So I would like to use uh Valkyrie use form of the beast tail reaction. Go ahead. So a tail's gonna you can take this magical tail growth behind mm-hmm. his butt. Okay. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. Okay. So creatures, you can use reaction to swipe your tail and roll a D8 applying bonus to your AC equal to number rolled, potentially causing the attack to miss you. Okay. What's your current AC? AC is 16. So you have to roll a 7 or gr- – no, you have to roll an 8 or greater. Wow. <laughs> I have to roll an exactly 8. It says roll a D8. That's what I have to oh. roll. Yes. It has to be an 8. Yeah, because it's a 23. They rolled, so. No. Sorry, Valley. Sorry. Yeah, he tried. You tried. So you you grow this tail from your butt for a brief min- in minute, but it's not big enough, so it only kicks up some dust. Um, you're having performance anxiety. Oh. Uh, happens to the best of us, buddy. I should have popped a blue chew. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, hey, we're not sponsored by these guys yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> That's going to be eight. Um, ten. 11, 16 points of bludgeoning damage. You are raging, so I believe that's cut in half. So you take 8 points yes, of bludgeoning act, damage. Yes, because I'm uh, raging. It technically, if I can read, I can't read for the audience. Just you know, joking about myself. Wait, where is it? Sorry, sorry. Features and fates, here we go. It should be reduced to half, so mm-hmm. you would only take eight points in total because it was sixteen was the original damage. Yes, because I technically says I have uh, while raging. You take yeah, half damage. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. So you're right. Yep. Just I knew that. Eight. Okay. Now it's eight bludgeoning damage. Eight bludgeoning damage. Okay. So it was sixteen originally. Cut that in half. Eight bludgeoning damage. All right, and the second attack. That's going to be a 13, which I'm assuming doesn't hit. No, my AC is 16. Yeah, so and then it's going to pop an action surge and repeat because it is infuriated with you. 
Damn, that's an 11. Definitely doesn't hit. I was about okay. to say, okay. that's you get for cheating. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> that 25 definitely hits. Okay, so it's only going to be four. Uh, uh, 20 points of bludgeoning damage cuts a half. You take 10 points of bludgeoning, an additional 10 points of bludgeoning damage as you just whack, whack, whack down onto you, uh, hitting you a few oh. times. But it doesn't hurt as, as you think it would. Um, that is the creature's turn. Darnum, go. All right, first up, just gonna just straight up, just just throw the just you know ground and pound. Well, even though I'm in the air, just throwing up, gonna just just throw a fist straight straight down into whatever just into the I guess the back of this thing. You're technically on its body. Yeah, so I'm just gonna throw yeah. a fist straight into it. Okay. All right, so first attack is gonna be. No, wait. 14 plus 9 is 23? Yeah, unfortunately. Fuck. I mean... You hit it, but it just seems to not make enough impact on it. That just pissed me off. Doing it again. All right. All right. No, wait. 14 plus 9... No, 14 plus 9, 23. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Darnum. Damn. And again... Whack, whack. You're actually making contact, but it's not seeming to do anything. As soon as you lift your fist, the imprint that you leave just pops back out. You know what? Burn a key point. Flurry of blows. Darnum is super angry right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, 17 oh, yeah. plus. That's, that's more than enough, right? 17, uh, 26. Yeah, that, that, yeah, 24 is the AC, so you're good. All right, so that's going to be... Plus eight, plus these... Is that Titus? What? Even Titus is a meowing in the background. Probably. Oh, okay. Okay, 5, 10, 15. I can't hear him with the headphones on. Alright, so 21 points of damage for the first strike. Wait, was it the first, no, the first strike of Flurry of Blows? And I need, I'm going to pump an extra, key, an extra key point to make that a stunning strike. Okay. So I need it to make a constitution saving throw. It failed, so it's going to use its legendary resistance to uh, make it a success. You raggedy bitch. You know, <laughs> he rolled a natural three, so yeah. Damn, you should have divorce. Second, second attack. The second part of the second part of you know flurry blows. There we go. That's what I was trying to say. Gotcha. No, I got you. Even better. Seventeen again. Taking yep. it. Yep. I have a question. Yes. Is legendary resistance magical? What do you mean? Is it a magical effect? Uh, I would say no. Okay. Yeah. Never mind then. Alright. That's gonna be. Alright. 7 plus 4 is 11. 15. 16. 17. Points. 17 points of damage on the next one. And I need. This time I need to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, so let me subtract the light. Uh, that's going to be a 14 total for the deck save. All right, so the DC was 17, so that's a fail. Okay, what happens? And it's and since it failed the deck save, it's going to fall prone. Okay, so it's no longer levitating. It drops, and there's like this resounding quake 
that shakes throughout the entire facility. And I'm gonna action surge now. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna and, and will and now let's let's start this let's start this process all over again with, with a new round of attacks. Da -da -da. Oh, I gotta do seventeen points of damage. Right, so, damn it! All right, so new new right. first one, fifteen. So that's gonna be twenty-four on the dot. Twenty-four points of damage. Yes. Or, okay. No, no, that's twenty-four points of damage. Twenty-four to hit. Oh, for, oh yeah, it hits. Yeah, you just hit. Right. Well, actually, it's considered prone, so you get advantage technically. Oh, sweet! So let me see if I can yeah. let me see if I get the crit. Yeah. Uh, What's the roll for a crit? Natural, uh, natural twenty. 20. Nope. Okay. Still hits though. So that's okay. Ten, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen more points of damage. Okay, so down to sixteen. This and thing's then, looking pretty rough. And then it's... the last one, seventeen again. So that's twenty-six again. Yep, you hit. And. And you roll twice, right? Because you get advantage still, because oh, it no. is prone. Let me try. Let me try. Let me check that one more time. Uh, oh no, that's even lower. So, no, it still hits. No, no crit. Okay. Uh, twelve. Okay, twelve, fifteen, twenty, twenty-two points. Damn, Jesus Christ! Hey, this thing's looking like it's on its last leg. So it literally is just. I'm on top of the things like. Whack, and you see just pieces of flesh are just even though you're not ripping it off, you're punching pieces of flesh off of it. Yeah, but just punching so hard it just kind of bursts like in chunks bursting off yeah. at this point. And you're getting covered in all sorts of viscera, it stinks too. And that's uh that's finally Darnum's turn. Okay. Mirthal, your go. Alright. Uh I from where I was I disappear, I reappear in front of it with relentless hats. Okay. Just as an bonus action for the hell of it. And I bring down my sword with all the special teams that going on with it. It's still prone, right? Yep, so you get advantage if this is an attack. No, and that is going to be a 27 to hit. That hits. Alright, bear with me one second. I add on the ice and one shot. Let's see what happens. It's it's pretty okay. close to death, so. Okay, I'm gonna hit you in the total. Yes. Okay. And that's gonna be twenty six. It's dead. Um. Never more knife, but there you go. Cleave the blade down, and it's just a quick, clean cut, right down. As I yell out to Narnum to look away. And as you do so, I need everyone to make a deck saving throw. Oh no! It's gonna explode. Oh no. I'm yep. saying that in jest, but I feel like it's actually going to slow down. It is. Uh, You're not wrong. It's it's pulling a slither. I didn't think uh, that was Twelve. Twelve. Uh, Valak. Uh, I got I got advantage and get rid of mm -hmm. dice. Oh, wow, that was shit. So. <laughs> uh, Twenty-one for me. Okay. Uh, Fifteen. Eighteen's the save. So shit. this thing explodes. Um, let's see. Do I have enough d6s? Uh, oh, oh, Jesus. Six. Well, I have evasion, so I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, not you. <laughs> Alright, so that's going to be 7, 8, 9, 15, uh, 20, 22, uh -oh. 26, uh -oh. mm. uh, 28, 31, no, 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 okay, 36 points of poison damage to both Valak and Mirthal as this silvery substance just 
covers Ugh. you, and it actually begins to sting and burn. Ah, Jesus uh, Christ. Just for the hell of it, Mike, I yeah. gotta ask, you're pretty much in a humanoid, right? That's a good question. Um, it, looks like one for a second. it was at first, but then it wasn't. <laughs> so I'll so let you. How does mutations? How do, how do mutations? That's a good. This? I didn't think of that. See, this is the problem. There, there are these tiny little details I don't think of. No, my man. If you humanoid, I'm gonna summon a a specter um If he's not, then I can't. I'll let because. Its initial form was a humanoid. I'll let you summon a specter of Terracolor. All right. I wrap the essence of this abomination. Oh, wait. Does I it have to have a soul? No. No? Okay. Yes. And when I slay a humanoid, okay. it causes the spirit to rise as a specter. So out of seemingly nothing, this specter of Terracolor arises. Perfect. I mean, Alright, You hear a click and a sigh. Ah, so, so disappointed. Oh well, I guess I'll have to try harder next time. If you don't mind, proceed into the next chamber when you're ready. And you see, seemingly out of nowhere in the wall, a double door opens up. Man, that was it? That's easy. How do we get your butt down here? You make it more difficult for me. (laughs) And on that note, I am going to dial a potion. Uh, Anybody need potions? Yeah, I'll take a potion. I meant, yeah, I'll take a potion. Alright, I'll give you one. I'm gonna now two of them. Add you my real rules. Is there a potion healing? Can you get a 4d4 plus 4? Sweet. Thank you. Ah. And uh, I'll sort of make my way to the doors. Okay. I mean the door. Sorry. Already so you make your way to the door. Towards next, yeah. Already making my way towards that next uh, chamber? Question yep. mark. Valak. <laughs> Valak, all happily excited and angry at the same time. <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's like, "Let's do this." Job. Yep. Yeah. Why is he so bricked up all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> Which, which, which one's one? his greatsword? <laughs> which one? Oh, no. no. You said you always wanted a dual wield. Now you can try wield. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I, I, I've seen enough episodes of One Piece. No, that's not how you do it. <laughs> I mean, I, I do have an idea, Mike. I mean, my cheeks, they're not oh, doing wait. anything, so. Wait. wait. <laughs> well, if that meme is anything to believe, Tarzan does hold Divine that way when he's not holding his feet or his hands. I'm just saying, can I wield another greatsword in my cheeks? No. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll do all the glute train I have to do. The the, the butt training. I mean, technically, you have a tail, don't you? Now, the question is, are you gentlemen ready for another combat encounter? Uh, Valgrid, he's going to do another greater potion. Okay, pop that greater potion. I'm giving you a heads up. 
because this is going to be this is the boss battle essentially. Damn it! I should have um, burned. I should have burned an axe search. I was kind of hoping the doctor and the rod would just kind of walk out for whatever reason, all cocky, so I could punch him in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the impulsion on him? Oh no! I have like no, no, I haven't been damaged yet. Thanks to okay. thanks to evasion, I am perfectly fine. Okay, I got some health back. I'm I'm still pretty. Oh no! Wait, no, I'm sorry. I did take damage from the. Damn it! And I scrolled it down too. Yeah, you turn from that con same one. I'm not used to getting hit, I'm sorry. Okay. I built a character that's built for speed and not being touched by people. Oh <laughs> <laughs> you you're okay. Uh, yeah, I'll sure I'll take a potion. Can't hurt. Uh can take a potion rare healing. I'll be moving from my inventory. You just see Darn like when you give it to Darn, he's just thank you. I'm being the nice DM tonight. Just saying just like I don't want you I really don't want you guys to die, but if you do, you do. <laughs> yeah. If he dies, uh, here, he oh, dies. How many you got you got one more for Valak? Uh, I got one more that I'm gonna save for myself, Lenny. Gotcha. Sorry. You see, like, uh, like, the Dar Darm's holding the potion in his hand. Actually, Wait. I have a retinue potion in a 2D4 one. I was gonna use this last one. I think I only okay. have two. Wait, how, much, wait, how much is the greater again? Uh, 44. Got it. 40. Oh, damn it, I gotta dig up all my defense. 44 plus yeah. 4. Right, let me so see if I can dig up these. Another 14. Okay. Okay. 134 out of 40, 145. Okay. And also, I'm gonna pop Majora Okay. Ooh. Well, give myself uh, 25 for fire armor. Okay. 2, 4, 7, 18 as well. 8. Um, so 12. Man, I was really hoping for Darnum to save, fail that con save. Damn. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I, f I found my clone wife, and I'm tripping off acid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> although, if, although t to be technical about it, wait, would it just would have would have it just dealt like poison damage, or would it be, like an actual poison condition or something? It would have been a hallucinatory effect. Ooh. And okay. I would have had you roll a d100, and no, let's see. So there's there would have been it would have been you. It would have been the monster, you, Valak. And Mirthal, and one of them basically, if you had rolled a number on a D4 or a D100, depending on which one I decided, if it rolled on the number that was you or the range of numbers that was you, nothing would happen. Mm, if okay. it was between Mirthal and Valak, you would think they were the monster and you would attack them. Ah, okay. Yeah. Mm, that would be mad. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so mad. But he saved. He he made the con save. I think what was it? 19? You said. Shoot, how much? How much was it? Damn, I'm forgetting now. Yeah, 18 was the con save. So. I think that man, now it will be okay. Marathon would not have been okay. <laughs> you just see Darn Blink, you! <laughs> no, somebody help me! Somebody help me! <laughs> Pretty much. Now. It's all just bounds back to Kingsport. Fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you anyway, I'm out. <laughs> She's a crazy bitch anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, now just single. Let's go get some hose darkness. <laughs> <laughs> it just turns it just turns to that into that second Austin Powers movie. Hey, wait a minute, wife is dead. Guess who's single? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but on yeah, on to the next room. Yeah. Let's let's see what let's see what other Everyone. traumas you've cooked up. <laughs> Everyone ready? Yes, sir. Yeah, my, my cheeks are ready. You arrive into the other room and standing at the center of the room, you guys are about 60 feet away from him this room's a lot larger and it wasn't even it wasn't on any of the blueprints either <clears throat> stands a one dr xander narad 
Welcome. I'm so glad you could all make it. As you saw in morning's ass and the hex moves on to him. The hex moves on to him? Mm-hmm. As you move the when hex... When it has a fifth level, uh, I uh, maintain it for 24 hours. Okay. That's why I lose concentration. You... Mr. Han, I'm so happy you survived, but at the same time I'm disappointed my creation failed to kill you. You see how I'm torn. And you, Valak, so full of life. I guess that's what helped push you over the edge and, well, Nirthal... Quite proud that you destroyed that creature. I was hoping it would take you with it, but we can't always get what we want. No, we can, especially when we use other people's loved ones for it. Where's his wife? Well, you see, I didn't even know that that was his loved one. That just happened to be a serendipitous occurrence, as it were. I happened to have bumped into her in Hope's Point Bay right before the city was completely poof. And then afterwards, I have no idea. I think I saw her flee onto one of the ships, whether it was one of the ships that made it out or not. That's beyond my realm of knowledge. You're still pretty messed up. Now you're going to pay for it. That's one of my mouths on the main realm slayer will be wife. I'm also putting a head flame curse on him. Okay. And Timona says, <laughs> sorry, man. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Wait, is I want to look this look him over. Can I tell if this is actually Doctor Rod standing in here in front of us? I'm so happy you did that. So like, if, see... if I got to pop the eyes of creation to do so, I will. You see what looks like a strange amalgamation of different energies, but judging by what it's comprised of, you see mechanical components and biological components. Oh shit. What? Don, um, didn't you know it's rude to stare? Stare? What? Wait, Don, so wait, what's so going wait, on? So... You're not even here, are you? Oh. That level <laughs> used. You oh, I am, but I had to take precautions to make sure you wouldn't be so hasty as to striking me as you did your lovely betrothed. No, um, I need you to... <laughs> and you see, like, like like a like a little breathless laugh. I, I I need you to understand the fact that I know my wife is alive is the only reason I haven't murdered you already. What I will do is I'm going to make you wish you were dead. For how little time my friends leave leave you alive, I will make sure it'll be the most excruciating moment of your life, so you can feel just a slight semblance, the smallest semblance of what you decided to do to me and anyone you've ever crossed your path. Do you understand me? I welcome death like an old friend, Mr. Han, so you can't frighten me with such threats. If oh. I die, I die. Then so be it. And as Done. she says that, I bow right behind him and bring down my goddamn sword into the back of his skull. Give me an attack. Ooh. I'll give you advantage on it because it's a surprise. And it's from behind. You know how you like to get take guys with swords yeah, from behind? Yep. And now it's going to be a 27 to hit. That definitely hits. Mirathal is making a strike All in right. the rear. Uh, I'm also going to Eldritch Smite. Okay. Ooh. And uh, forgive me. This is going to be a lot of math. Oh. Look, if you're listening to this podcast, Not you're a, a Listen, math is for blockers, okay? <laughs> 
That's a magic reference. That's the magic thing. Let me pull out my calendar. You need different types? No, just just the just the raw damage. I feel like if you're doing that much damage, Spear Thaw, it's not gonna matter. Yeah, he doesn't have any resistance. This thing doesn't have resistances in that regard. No immunity to bullets. No, sir. Uh oh. Let's see. <clears throat> and then now I know how you feel, Ernie, when you used to. <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm doing Divine Smite, Eldritch Smite, Eldritch Blast, this, this, this. Don't, forget, <laughs> don't forget that Booming Blade. Yeah, and that Booming Blade. <laughs> on the off chance he wanted to move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Close. And this is a B for the rate of five more. Alright, all together, this is 73 points of damage. Overkill. Uh, you teleport behind this thing and you cleave it in half. As you do so, you see a sputtering of sparks as well as this black bubbling substance come out of it. And it begins to whir uncontrollably before it falls onto the ground and begins to enter a state of decomp and rapidly goes through the process, turning nothing into a bubbling black pitch. And then I right. hear another resounding click. <sighs> well, can't say I didn't see that coming. <laughs> is that it? This is boring. Oh, no. Where, where, where are the big creatures? You like to delve into a bevelo? Yeah, I gain 18 hit points. Well, Malik, I'm glad you decided to say something. And you see just panels that looked like regular panels part about 45 feet tall. You hear the whirring <laughs> as this large, monstrous automaton enters the arena. And piloting it is a one Dr. Narod. Is he inside of it? He's inside of it. Cool. Is there enough room for two people in there? No. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> How tall is this thing? 45 feet tall. I'm, if, like, I would say I'm going to click my heels with my boots to speed. Mm-hmm. The moment this thing just sh- like, starts, like, I guess as soon as I get a visual on it, just click. Okay. And you notice instantly. Going into its arms are a series of tubes. The tubes are currently empty, and there seems to be, like, two cannons on each of the wrists. Go for initiative. Okay. You done fucked up now, Narod! No, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 22. It's been a good night. It's double digits. Okay. I'll let you go. I'll let let Mirthal go first. Oh, if, if over, I'll say Mirthal goes over Narad. I'll say seventeen for me. Okay. What about you, Valak? Jesus, that sucked. Uh, that that was worse than that. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. So it's going to be Darnum, and then Valak's going to close up the rear. Mm-hmm. I I didn't think well. that's what he's doing at the rear. <laughs> It seems like you couldn't uh, take any of those big, big uh, creatures from a bevelo. Huh? Gotta make your own little big creature. Those abominations aren't worth my time. You gonna talk to you like that, Mirthal? 
Well, he was talking about it right there. Yeah, he's talking about it. <laughs> yeah, but he's bad mouthing a Bevel. I know how much you love it. <laughs> so combat begins. Mirthal, you have the top of the round. Go ahead. Where is the talk about Bevel? Uh, I move my hat on him as a bonus action. Okay. Martha. No, I'm just I, Why did you uh, say that name? Yeah. Tell me where the trigger is. is. And you know what combination is coming. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Booming blade. Divine. Uh, Wait, no, you don't have divine smite. No, 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 my Not I yet. Elder smite. smite, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me multi-classes Elder? into Paladin. No. Can that hit me a 19? That misses. All right. Second Broken. attack. That is gonna be a miss as well. What is and, and sixteen. Ooh, that yeah, that definitely misses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else for you? Um, unfortunately, never off my attacks. Uh, my scepter is gonna go. Okay. Is that okay, my new? You want me to roll a separate? No, no, no. I'll, I'll let the specter go. Your turn. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Keep it simple. It is going to go ahead and make its attack. Now it's going to also miss, and it's going to make its last attack. Uh, I'm assuming a 30-20 does not hit? No, close, but no cigar. Okay. Oh. So unfortunately, me and the Fetner are at this thing when we can't get through. Okay, so that uses up all your movement, because this thing's about, like... Well, from where you are, probably another like 30 or so feet away. <clears throat> okay. Well, the only good thing is I didn't hit trying to use my smite yet. So, uh, yeah. And doesn't the smite only take a spell slot, right? Or no? Yeah. Okay. I only got one more left. Oh. Okay. And, well, I still have other things. I do have my other abilities. Mm-hmm. I have my other abilities I can use. Don't worry. <laughs> That's my turn. Okay. Up next is Narad. How arrogant. And he's going to pound the ground. Attacking you, Mirthal. Okay. That's going to be 18 to hit. Uh, so, that does not hit. Okay. First off, so I know we may have to say why I'm going to say. Plot so, armor animate tactics now. <laughs> <laughs> as that happens with a bonus action, you see it twitch. And you see one of the tubes fills up with a liquid. And you see the liquid just spew out. I need you to make a constitution saving throw as a Not yellowish yet. ichor blasts down onto the ground. And you're within the vicinity of it. Oh, no, you got R. Kelly'd. <laughs> <laughs> no. Better than, better, I guess, is that better than getting spacied? I feel like it's a labyrinth. I feel like it's a labyrinth move at this point. Yeah. Uh... No. <laughs> no wait, no wait. I would say it's I would say it's better than getting spacey because at least we bring this guy to justice. I mean, nothing. <laughs> yeah, him. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Ooh. Yeah. You start to cough <coughs> as your lungs begin to fill up with this strange substance, and uh, I have to make a concentration check as well. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be a twenty-one for oh. the concentration. You should be fine. Yeah. Um, and then Narad is going to, with his other fist, punch down on you again. Okay. Or try to, at least. Dirty 20? Dirty 20 hits. But okay. since he's hets, I have armor at Hessence. Okay, what does that do? So, as a reaction, 
I enrolled E6 on the four or higher than tap missing. Okay. Green card is hit the roll. Okay. So I'm gonna roll that right now. I got a one, it hits. Okay. Uh, how many dice rolls? I had to try. Okay. My, I'm sorry I'm wasting your time there. It's only when if my head sleep first. Oh, no, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, well, brain fart. Uh, 10, 14, uh, 17, uh, 20, 22. You take 22 points of bludgeoning damage as, boom, this metallic okay. fist just careens right into you. And as he does, he hits my Machara Luminescence. Okay. So he takes 22 points of frost damage and fire damage. Okay. So that's 24 points of damage altogether. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, how much do you have total for your Bizarre Luminescence? I now have three more attempt inks me remaining. Okay. Um, that is going to be Narod's turn. Mm-hmm. Honey Knight real takes him up, little bitch. <laughs> how does dying feel? I'll let you tell me when you do it. Tick-tock, mm. tick-tock, elf. <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. What should I even call you? Oh, let's let's call him a bitch. Call me Shaper. You wish. Oh, but I am. Ashamed of it. You pretend to know. You know nothing, little one. Soon enough, you owe me nothing. We'll see. We shall. Darn him. Your go. All right, I would say. Hmm, what's the fastest way I can do this? <clears throat> uh, each creature has like a. Yo, don't don't let him do that. Just R kill him back. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but I used the bathroom before we got here. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Drink the Kool Aid. All right, so I would say it within the blink of an eye. I'm gonna whip out the lightning javelin. And okay. I'm just gonna launch it. I'm gonna aim for the cockpit. I'm just okay. gonna fire it at him. So I'm gonna need now. Is the machine and the rod sep gonna be separate things, or is it all this one thing we're dealing with? You don't know. Well, that's the best thing. I'll throw it aiming for him, and if I'm, you know, so whatever whatever has to make those deck saving throws, let's uh, gonna make the deck saving throw. Okay. Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to roll for the attack. Perfect. Sorry. Duh. Uh, I gotta make sure. He, I gotta make sure I'm gonna hit him too. Genius that I am. All right. Uh, does does a twenty four hit? Yes, twenty four does it. Nice, nice. That's what, that's what he gets. All right, so he's gonna take. But okay, so now he needs to make the um, <clears throat> deck save throw. Nineteen. Okay, well that's say well he saves, so he's gonna take. Oh, that's a one. God damn it. All right, so <laughs> so he's gonna take five. It's gonna be five plus an additional. Oh, that's good too. Five. So it's gonna be five. So five points of what kind of damage is it? Is it piercing? Okay, so there's it. There's the lightning. Let's see. Oh, it's like okay. So, so five. Five points. Of, five points of damage plus additional ten. Thirteen. Fourteen rounded down to seven additional points of lightning damage. 
Okay. But I would say the moment the javelin leaves my hand <laughs> and is like traveling that bolt of lightning, I've already started running to make my way up to where the cockpit is. So by the time it impacts, I want to see if I can climb up there to try and use my extra, like, you know, start attacking directly onto, try to, I'm just trying to break a hole in this cockpit. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to, trying to be a, try to pull a Monado right now, just try to, I'm trying to outrun, the, I'm going to outrun the lightning if I can. And I'll, and I'll use a flurry of blows to do it, I'm going to burn another key point. So you're trying to hit the cockpit with your fist? Yes. So you're going to have to do an acrobatics check. You see if you can jump up there. More than willing to. Yep. Even if I have to, like, straight up just Barry Allen flash, literally just run up the side of it, I'll do that too. Either way. Mm, not plausible. <laughs> Damn it. But the, sh- but the CW made looks like, you know, stop. 17 plus 9, <laughs> 26. You do it. You leap onto, you, you manage to vault from side to side, per- Prince of Persia style, and jump on top of where the cockpit is. Narad looks at you. Tisk tisk. I'm, he's going to use a reaction. I need Uh-oh. you to make a deck saving throw. You fool! <laughs> All right, that's 11 plus 9, dirty 20. Dirty 20? You make it. Okay. He activates a surge of electricity. You still take damage. Not much. Wait, wait you said dex, right? Dex. Yeah. I don't take any. Evasion. Oh, evasion. Oh. So okay. I would say, like, I would say. If only the flavors look even more awesome, just hold on to it. And you can literally just see it coursing through, my, coursing through his body. He's just, like, staring daggers into him. <sighs> Before I just cock back up, I'm going to throw the first one in my fr- part of my flurry of blows. You're going to be a nuisance, aren't you, Mr. Han? First attack is a natural 20. Okay. Woo! So let me, wait, let me roll the second attack first, and that'll do the damage for it. Okay, so that's 12 plus 9, 21. Would that miss? The second attack? Yeah, the second attack. Would that 21 miss? 21 just hits. All right, so let's roll the let's quote a crit for that one. And that's since it's my first melee, and he's a new target, all the fun stuff gets to come back. So this is, Jesus, all going to be doubled. Okay. All right, hang on. Speaking of math. Da-da, da-da. Yeah, and I'll roll it all at the same time. Sir six first. I'm the realist. No. <laughs> so it's Sorry. it's eight though. It's gonna be eight of the magical bludgeoning plus an additional. Where's the other D eight? Eight plus an additional six of the first lightning plus the two D eight from the. Uh, so eight, fourteen, twenty one. 26, 27, 29, 30, 35, 37, times 2 is a number that I'm blanking on. 74. It's 74 points, and just and just for the fun of it, I since it's part of my flurry of blows, I'm going to need this thing to make a... Dexterity saving throw. 19 again? I mean, he, he succeeds. Oh, okay. <laughs> but still, that's 74 points of damage. I'm, I'm, okay. Then I'm throwing. <laughs> that's so disappointingly. Yeah, he's like, 
You, you like that meme of the, the like the the Indian guy wearing the sweater vest? He's like with his hands on his arms. <laughs> on his like I literally, I, I I literally threw like a stick of dynamite in in a in a closed fist at this thing. <laughs> damn you, damn you, Narad, damn you. But yeah, no, seventy four points damage total. Okay. Is that copy even bur- broken open? Nope. Hasn't shown signs of tearing yet, but you did do some damage to it. And I'm if I can hang on to it, I'm still gonna hang on to it. I'm not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can end your turn on him if you want. And I'll yeah, I'll stay. I'll end my turn right on top of this dude. I'll stay on top of him all night if I have to. Wait a minute. Hey yo. Hey yo. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not getting off him until I'm thoroughly satisfied with what hey, I've done. Oh, wait, God damn it, no. Alright, is it my turn now? <laughs> yes, Valak, it is your turn. Save me for myself, please. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's super straight, though. I love it. Killing straight with the homies right, Maul. So. Not a homie. Never mind. Valak is uh Go on Valak He's gonna say to Narod uh, Oh you like a Bevelo I'll show you something crazy Uh Valak is gonna He's gonna get on uh Get on fours and uh Transform Okay To his uh Werewolf like in form Okay You turn into your werewolf And you notice that Darnum And he's going to uh Howl at him Goes I can't do it, Mike. My door hurts already. That's no problem. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yep. Don't worry about it. Howl. You're going to howl at him? You howl. I howl. Howls in Valak. Yes, I howl at him because I can't speak like that right now. Right. But I marked him as my prey as part of one of my abilities. Okay. What does that do? Uh, so since I marked him as a prey uh, within 60 feet of me, whenever I roll, whenever I uh, deal damage, I can, roll, I can get an additional 1d6 damage. Okay. And I have advantage on wisdom. And wisdom per perception and wisdom survival check. Okay, gotcha. And that, that that's it for that one at least. Um, so noticing that uh, Darnum is on it, he's gonna run fiercely up to the cockpit too. <laughs> okay, so you run up. So how much movement speed do you have as a werewolf? Uh, I think it's just uh, I don't know if you get additional from the book. I don't recall. What's your speed right now? Forty-five. You have more than enough with fifteen feet to spare. So, but if you want to reach where Darnum is, you're gonna have to, um, what do you call it? Use an acrobatics roll to get. Yep. Up there. Okay. Yep. So you, you close the gap thirty feet. He essentially, well, I if I could jump, I could essentially climb because I do have climbing speed. But I don't know if that's the same. Okay. Thing. Uh, how much your climbing speed? It says the same as my, uh, walking. So, Ernie, if I'm not mistaken, does climbing... That means you're 45. So he has 45. Is that a separate pool, or is that tied towards the movement? No, it's tied towards the whole movement. So you have only 15 feet left of climbing speed for this round. Okay. How tall is the rod? He's 45 feet tall. 25 feet tall? So I'll just use... Then I'll just try to to make just one big leap then instead of doing that. Okay. Uh, Give me an acrobatics roll. Okay. Ooh, natural 20. Easily enough, you make it onto with no problem whatsoever. You land with such grace. Um, Somewhat actually better than what Darnum did when he landed. He jumps on the cockpit. 
and Don, you see him. He's he's pretty angry. You lot are so predictable. He raises one fist. Legendary action. You hear a whirring, and then boof. I need you both to make a con save. No. Blasts Black Icker at both of you. I oh, I can't even make an R. Kelly joke now. Damn you. <laughs> Damn you, Narod. It was from his butt, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I was just saying. <laughs> All right. Cool. 18, 22. You make it. What what kind of save is it? Con save. You got this. Ooh, my Good. con's actually pretty high, so my save. My natural one. <laughs> please, 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 please. Ooh, eighteen plus eight, so twenty-six. Yes, you make it as you just get blasted with this black acre, but it doesn't take hold onto you. <sighs> what a shame! What a shame! <sighs> and now, is as he told me, he's gonna. He's gonna do his form. He's gonna take out both his Lorium great swords. Okay. And I'm just gonna start fucking whacking at him at the cockpit, Mike. Okay. I'm gonna whack his cock pit. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Never rolling that one twenty after that one, bro. I'm gonna grab a figure. Well, I mean, what? All right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, ooh, four. Uh, no, four, no, six. I'm sorry. Twenty six. I twenty six does it. Oh, thank God. You got me fucking anxiety going from last round. <laughs> uh, 21 is the DC for this one. Okay. Oh, no, that was plus 12. Sorry, that was 28. It still hits. Uh, okay, okay. Just make sure. <laughs> 26 hits. Of course, 28 is going to hit. I, I just had to make sure. Knowing the rod, he'd, sure. He'd, I'll say knowing the rod, he'd, he'd find a way to make sure. He's like, oh, no, 28. Up, oh, you, you went too high. Now you missed it. Plus nine. That's the first great sword. Six. Plus three is nine. Plus seven. Sixteen. So, uh, twenty-five slashing slash annihilus damage with the first attack from both great swords. Because he's going to use both great swords. But then you have to roll for the second one. I did. You have to roll two attack rolls. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry it's not about just that. Your, it's not like you're attacking. Oh, okay, it's, I got you. Gotcha, you gotcha. one attack and then roll for the next one offhanded attack. Oh, okay. If I'm okay. mistaken, offhanded loses the proficiency bonus. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So oh, it's going to be was... your attack roll plus your strength oh. modifier, and that's it. Okay, so 12 plus so 24. 24 does it. Wait, no, oh. no, 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 no. So you have to roll your attack roll. So whatever your attack roll is, plus your not proficiency bonus, because you don't get proficiency with an offhand. You have to roll your strength modifier onto it. So, what's your strength modifier? Damn right. Yeah, what's up? Wait, so what dice am I rolling now? Um, it's normally me so that proficiency into an attack. I thought the damage you won't get the modifier. Oh, because I thought it was rogues only get that. No, no, they. Okay, so never mind. Rogues have the uh, the take them out in the cloth buttoner. Oh, thing, okay, that's what it is. Where the ammo to do it like one two and then not have to uh, use the point attack. Okay, then you do do the hit, but you just don't add the bonus damage to it. So you just do a basic damage roll. For the second attack? Yes, just roll damage dice. Whatever the dice is, oh, that's your okay, damage. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, like, for instance, it's uh, resource with 2d6, plus whatever else with the weapon, but no frame modifier added. And... Yes. I didn't even add all that, honestly. Like, that, I literally just did... Uh... 
the uh, two d six plus seven. Yeah, so you wouldn't be doing the plus seven this time. You would just okay, that's fine. Right. Yeah. Well, for this, for the for the second attack. Yeah, for the second attack. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Oh, I have to roll for the roll thing too. So. So instead of twenty five, it'd be a nineteen. So let me roll one d six for the extra damage. Here's my ability from the howl. Just a three. So uh, twenty two. Now it's for the uh, first attack. Okay. Yeah, I already took it off. What's the second attack damage? Okay. No, I'm going to fight for extra attack. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, what yeah. What was the second attack's damage then? Because you didn't tell me what the second attack was. I... With the, with the offhanded weapon, you never told me what the damage was. It was a hit, but you didn't tell me what the damage was. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I just got really confused now. Um, so no, just, you're fine. Just, you're perfectly fine. Take this out. Just roll 2d6. Uh, That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Five. Let's do seven. Seven? Okay. There we go. Now, go and that was an eyeless piercing damage. So, okay, just in case that does anything, nothing special. Oh, and I also have plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magical weapon. Okay, can you add in two more damage to that? That might. That's it. Now that's for both of them, technically. Yeah, like one it. each. Okay. I did it. All right, so now I'll go for the. Extra attack is going to attack again with the great swords. Do the first one. 11 plus 12, 23. Yep, that hits. Okay. Oh my god. 5, 1 plus 6, 7, so uh, 13 is going to be that attack for the first great sword. 13 damage. Okay. Oh, actually, not far. Sorry, 15 with the plus 2. Okay. So and I actually have to roll the 1d6. So 6. I have to 21. And then the second greatsword. Roll for attack. Ooh, 18 plus, yeah, 30. That okay. Is. And then just do the 2d6. Actually, 3d6. I can increase my ability. 5. 5. And 2 plus 12. Actually, plus 2. So 14. Okay. So I was 14, so... Any more attacks? No, I used, um... I ended up using, uh, extra attack. Okay. So you just whack, 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 whack. A slight hairline crack is starting to form. Narad does not look nervous at all. He just grimaces at you. Uh, Valak being angry, he's getting into rage again. Oh, okay, I... It goes away when you end uh, combat. Like, I only have so much to do. I had to take a long rest before I could. I, I only have two more I could use. Go ahead. Go on. Uh, no, that's it. I'm going to stay on top of him. Okay. Uh, next turn is Mirthal. Go ahead. All right. I am going to take my sword. A new why no I'm a new new mess. Oh, uh since you started your round in the orange stuff, I need you to give me a con save. Oh shit. Okay. Now you're going to be a sixteen. Mm. You fail yeah. unfortunately. <coughs> Alright. Your throat begins to close and you notice out out the side of your cheek 
grows what looks like a strange fungi. No. Um, uh oh. All right, can I circle around him and get out the puddle? Absolutely, yeah. I still do that. So you're still keeping him engaged and you're just going around yes. him, right? Okay. Correct. Just want to make sure. Yep, and I'm going to take a swing at him. Okay. And then it's going to be a miss with a 17. I will then take my second attack. Which is gonna be a worse attack, which is a miss. And the specter is not gonna go. Mm -hmm. Take two points. Um, I'm gonna throw both at the same time. So the specter got a natural 20. Okay. On one and a miss in the second one. Okay. So, so now they're going to be all together. Alright, so now you're gonna be 20 more than 36. Uh, that's gonna be 27. Alright, so that's gonna be 27 points in the chronic damage, oh, okay. and I need it to make a constitution saving throw. 8 plus 15, 23? So it occupies like about a third. You can get to his right side without him, without going behind him. Okay, I was gonna do something comical. Never mind. Okay. Uh, he's going to. Up my attack. Huh? <laughs> Up my attack. Yeah, he's gonna open a valve in his butt and just drop more ooze on you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a like a turtle oh, emptying its cloaca. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh man. Um. Instead, he's going to pound the ground again. Mm-hmm. Does a 22 hit? Uh, yes, he does. Okay. Uh, okay, that's only going to be... Two, two. Wow, I rolled a lot of twos. You're lucky. Uh, it's four, seven, eleven, uh, thirteen, nineteen points of bludgeoning damage. And he's going to use a bonus action and drop another puddle where you are of the yellowish i need you to give me a con save all right so he also has to say all together 24 points of damage that's the last luminescence there we go uh that is going to be a 17 for my con save oh dude so close 18's the save damn that's the third <laughs> tick and you're as far as you can tell mirthal you as yourself 
are anti-party mm-hmm. now. Oh. As you have fallen under the effects of the orange ooze, essentially, or yellowish ooze, and you are an ally of Narad right now. Oh. All right. Can you tell me who you want me to attack? Uh, it's up to whoever. It's indiscriminately. It's whoever you want. So. Oh God. Whether it be Darnum or. Hey, he's got to get up here to get us. So I feel like uh, I feel like we're in the clear. And no, as, you're not. <laughs> he's going to swing at you guys. Uh, rather, he's going to swing at yeah, both of you guys. And you both to make me deck saving throws. Hmm. We'll Who swing at this. us? Uh, Narad. Yeah. Narad. Yeah, Narad swing right. at you. Twenty-one. 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 Oh, uh, yeah, it's your turn, Darnum. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm going to pop the eyes of creation real fast. Can I see anything, like, structure, like, structure, like, anything out of here? Or something, like, a, here's a nice shiny spot that says attack me. One of those. No, nothing on here that says attack me. But you do notice inside the cockpit, you're getting the same reading as the Narad in the way that you, that Mirthal killed initially. I realized the only time I could have made me angrier than and finding out you were, you were a fake the first time is finding out you were a fake now. And then he's gonna just... Wait. He's gonna just... Uh, if I can try and hop behind this thing to land okay. on the ground, I'll do, do it that way. Okay. Easily enough. Uh, acrobatics. Oh, You're right. trying to get back down to the ground, right? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, that's a 10 plus 19 total. To hit? No, to get that done. He's an acrobatic. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You make it. No problem. All right. So now that I'm on the ground, I'm going to just straight up just take a swing at one of the legs. Uh, grab my die again. Will A. Oh, no. That's a four. That's a 13, which misses. All right. First attack misses. Second attack is an 18 plus. Sorry, so it's 27. So yep, hits. that hits. Yep, 21's the AC. 27. So he's going to take no, a D8. <sighs> I don't know if a stunning strike works, but I'll burn a key point to pump a stunning strike into that see that see that has the effect. Where is my Uh, it, He cannot be stunned. Oh, well, I burn, I burn that. But that's, you know, good to know. Oh no, I'll, I'll refund it. I'll refund it to you. Oh, cool. Then I'll point. I'm going to be nice. Yay! Because I already I, I, I made your fall anti party. <laughs> well, she is. <laughs> so, 7, 10, 14, 18 points for, that, for, that, for the second attack. And then I'll just burn the refund the point for another flurry of blows. Okay, go ahead. And so, how many points of damage did you do? Uh, 18. 18, all right, minus 18, go ahead. All right, 15 plus 24. And then the second attack. 11 plus, oh no, that's, oh, that's just 30, 20, so that misses. 
so for the first so the first of the flurry of blows I'm gonna need this thing to make which one is it You know what? Okay, so I'll make I'll I'll need I'll need this thing to make a strength saving throw this time. Okay. As it takes another uh seven fourteen. Ooh, natural one. Oh, so this thing so seven fourteen, sixteen. Oh, it's actually gonna use a legendary resistance. Never mind. Balls. Sixteen. <laughs> 19. <laughs> At least I can't use my legendary action for that. Another 23 points of damage. Okay, so minus 17. As I'm just hammering on his legs. You see, I'm trying to, try, you're, try you're, to get the buckle. You're doing some really good damage. It's starting to buckle, and you hear, you're hearing like the whirring and some sparks sputtering from the leg that you're hitting. <clears throat> Alright, so then that's going to be my turn. That's it for that's it for yours truly. Okay, uh, Valak, your turn. Oh, sweet. <clears throat> okay. Valak's gonna do the same thing again. So on top of him. Okay. Gonna hit him with both great swords. Go ahead. Give me a table for the first attack. Yeah. The first, the first great. The first sword. sword. The, yep. The primary. Okay. Sixteen. Six. Sorry, that misses, bro. The yep, 20, I know. Twenty ones DC. Yep. Miss with the wow. first great sword. Now he's gonna hit with this, try to hit the second great sword. Ooh, okay, this is better. Thirty. Yeah, oh, you right. hit. Yeah, just. A bit. <laughs> you just make it now. <laughs> oh, about this goddamn. <laughs> goddamn. Oh, did I say? Did I say Naraj? You're fighting Calgum now. Let me kill time. Yeah. Plus the bonus hits 15. I rolled the extra one. Oh, so. Uh, 21 again. Points of damage or a roll? Uh, total. For the for the second grace or on the first attack. Okay, so 21. Okay. Yep. Minus 21. All right. Okay. He's smashing and fucking wailed the fucking cockpit. Whack, and it begins to crack. All right, second, going an extra attack. First great okay. sword again. Go ahead. Ooh, 16. Uh, 28, yeah. Okay. Uh, five. Plus three is eight. Seven, 15, plus six, seven. That's, that's 17. That rolled the extra one from the wolf ability. Uh, 22. Okay. Oh, man. This thing's starting to look a little rough. And you see, like, power. The, the, the cockpit begins to flicker as the screen that's inputting, uh, providing all the output information for Narad begins to flicker a little bit. All right. Second great sword. <sighs> 20? No, 21. Damn it. 21. So close. <laughs> so close. Misses with the second great sword. Okay. Anything else uh, for your turn? Bonus action. Unfortunately, I don't have uh, anything for a bonus action. Mm, okay. Is that the end yeah. of your turn? Yep. He's, he's, still, he's still eyeing at him. He's so angry at him. You can see, like, the. You did significant damage to the cockpit. Him. 
like if you landed that last attack, if you did at least like twenty points of damage, it would have busted a panel in that cockpit and it would have been open. Um, but with that being said, Mirthal, your go, your anti party. All right, I know that both of you guys say, "Do you hear it?" You start to hear both of you start hearing whispers of filling the brain with knowledge that you are not meant to morally handle it in half. I need to both make a wisdom saving throw, please. Well, I never. It also does AOE silence. Wait, what is he doing on us? Voice of the profane. Not voice of the profane. Uh, Whisper of the profane. Oh, you mean whispers of broken? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think I got this. Fifteen. Oh, I have advantage on wisdom saving throw. So wait, do I? Okay. Wait, maybe I have advantage too on something for some reason. <laughs> Where's? Well, I mean, no, wait, never mind. I can't help you, man. Keep pulling right now. Never mind. Um, I'm done. What'd you get? It doesn't matter. The <laughs> 18 or yeah, that, 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 I got 11. That didn't work. <laughs> All right, you both take 34 points um, sanity damage. Oh, shit. Oh, no. so now, do we know that he did that or no? Well, you heard me saying that, and then you heard the whispers. Yeah, you heard these maddening whispers. Um, so that means. Oh, we've never. I don't think I've ever even seen him. Do and this it. is the first time I ever knew oh. him. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Which really we don't know. So you're hearing these dissonant whispers in your ears, uh, in an unknown language. You both take 34 points of sanity damage, so that's going to drop you guys down to 66 each, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, which one closer to the floor? Technically, I'll Darnum. Yeah, because I'm already on. I'm literally Darnum, on the my specter goes up to you and takes the point at you. So your san your sanity has to go to zero. Your sanity goes to zero. When you go to zero, <clears throat> wait. You go insane. Am I implying that damage to my health and sanity, or no? No, just your sanity. Your health remains the same. Oh, I just minus my health. Whoops. Don't minus it from your health, please. <laughs> uh, so that's gonna be um. Alright. That's gonna be uh twenty-eight to hit Newt Arnhem. You know what? I think it just is. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll do the set attack at the same time, just the same you sometimes. All right, that is going to be a uh, seventeen to hit. Seventeen misses. Okay, so that's going to be. Are you doing the same attack, or what are you doing? This is going to be only on Arnhem if my um my Spectre is attacking him. All right, that is going to be five. That's going to be twelve points in the chronic damage. So what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna use my reaction and spend a key point to reduce that damage by my monk die. Okay. Yeah, I also need you to make a constitution saving throw. Damn it, let me have, just let me have this. Damn you. Damn you, Narod. Damn you, Mirthal. I should have known you betrayed me. Mm -hmm. Alright, so <laughs> I gotta reduce. And I see this going on, so I'm just watching this. Yes. Yep, from above. So I'm, gonna... I'm like, what the? F what in my mind, like, what the fuck? Earthall just started attacking you. He's got little strange funguses growing out of his body. He's attacking you. Hmm. Kind of reminds oh, you of the Golgari. Seven, Not Golgari. Um, seven plus four, so I only take one yes. point of damage. Or the Wither Boom. Nice. Uh, when you get on the con save, money. On the con save, I. Oh, Jesus. That's a five on the dice. That's a nine total. 
Alright, you failed, so your maximum health is going down by six points. Sorry, bud. Damn, son, hold on. Let me pull out the anime book of plot of plot armor. Hold on. Let me look right now. And like, that, you got the spark notes for this? That is going to mean the end of my turn. Up to Narod's? Yep. Not caring that you're. He's just going after whoever now. He's swinging one fist down at Darnum. Yeah, yeah. Even wisdom saving throw or anything, by the way. No, you're you're, you're fully okay. infected. If you had resisted through, if you had resisted one out of those three times, you would have been immune for the rest of the combat. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Eighteen was the save. You were so close with that last one. He yeah. swings down at Darnum. Uh. Oh, that's fucking terrible. Uh, no, no. Eighteen. Oh man. I think that I, I never thought I would say I this. think that no matter fucking kill me before him. Darnum? Oh yeah. What am I doing? Eighteen? Does that hit? Oh, eighteen just hits. Okay. Oh, and I burned my reaction on the super oh, specter. Damn it! That's gonna be twelve. Ugh, uh, fifteen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-two points of bludgeoning damage. You know what? I don't like that. I'm just looking very quickly to see if I got something that something can something that can something that can. You know what? I, I'm gonna be that guy. Is he a trail in the room? <laughs> hey, I noticed there's a guy that's there that you haven't punched yet. Maybe you want I told to, you he was sus. He ain't even helping us. Look at his bullshit. <laughs> damn it! I can't. And I, can, I, mean, I can't use that as a reaction either because I already burned my reaction. Twenty-two. I take. All right. I'll, t I'll just okay. take the damage. And he's gonna swing at Mirthal now. Oh, you're gonna pay for it, huh? Oh God, that, that's a nine. <laughs> Okay. Does being attacked by this thing break the hold on him? No, unfortunately, doesn't because this is he's he's basically think of cordyceps. Uh oh. Yeah. Fuck! Down to the ground, misses and lifts it up. Uh that's the end of Narad's turn. So. Actually, uh, I have a question for you. Uh, any of those card saves count as being charmed? No. Okay. This is Never this mind. is think of it as like a parasite infecting you. It's not like a magical effect or anything like that. Yeah. No. Sorry, I'm gonna try to do anything. No, I no, I got you. I got you. Darnum, it is your turn. Alright. How far away is Mirathol from me? Uh Mirathol. I would say you're not too far from Mirathol, probably maybe five to ten feet from him. Alright. So if that's the case, within the blink of an eye, I'm gonna I'll I'll take I'll take the chance of the attack of opportunity from the Spectre. But I'm going to run, I'm going to hit Mirathol. Mm -hmm. And, let's see. Da -da -da. Uh, yes, Metner, yes, it's 17. Which misses. So, misses. so he's too slow for me. I'm going to swing, does a 22 hit you? Uh, yes, he does. Right, so I'm, going to just, I'm, going to, I'm going to punch him in the throat real fast. I'm going, to put, I'm going to put a stunning strike on that. Okay. How much damage? You're going to... You know what, because I'm not going to... You know what? I can choose not. To. You know what? Because you're because you're a friend. I'm gonna roll these dice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the dice need to be rolled regardless. I can't control that part. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Your pain will be legendary. <laughs> All right, that's gonna be five, ten, fourteen, twenty, twenty-four. But I'm gonna make. I'm gonna build a charge with the unwasted potential and reduce that to twelve. Okay. It's been a while since I had the disease. Oh, okay. Alright, so I'm going to reduce that to 12. But I also still need to make that constitution saving throw. Okay. 
Fifteen. Fifteen fails, so you are stunned until the end of my next turn. Okay. So yeah, just straight up, before you realize that I, that the specter missed, I'm already in your face, I just chopping this real hard. And then I'm gonna run, and I'm gonna go back towards, back towards Narod, and I'm gonna strike that leg again with my next attack. Okay, go ahead. That's a 17 plus. Seventeen plus. Seventeen plus nine. Sorry. Oh yeah, that definitely it. Yeah. That's more yeah. enough, and it's gonna take. Gonna need to drop that. Wish I did. Okay, so that's. Oh, it's garbage. Three, five, six, oh, seven, eleven. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna reduce that by half as well. For second charge, eleven. So reduce that to five. Flurry of blows. So how much damage have you done so far? Uh, just seven, just, sorry, just five points on the rod, on this okay. round, on, on the lane. So, I'm going to flurry of blows again. Okay. Just do two more attacks. Oh, bugger. All right, 18 plus nine, that's more than enough. Yep. It's going to take. Oh, okay, so that's not bad. Seven, ten, fifteen, sixteen. 20, reduce that to 10, so he takes another 10, charge number 3, and I'm going to need him to make a, need, I'm yes. going to need him to make a deck saving throw. Okay, not his best. Uh, Alright, <clears throat> let's see what happens. Mm. That's going to be a nine. So that's a fail. So he'll fall prone. So he drops to a knee. And then falls over. Boom. Now, like, I need you to give me a deck save. But I'll give you advantage. I have advantage already. Oh, okay. So then you're fine. Right, right. that thing. That's triple advantage? No, you don't have double advantage. <laughs> you just have regular advantage. <laughs> no, no, it's that triple. No, you don't have triple advantage. You, <laughs> you don't get double advantage, but you will get triple. No. No. <laughs> oh, the quadruple then. All right, cool. Oh, wow. Thank God. All right, if you roll the 16, you're fine. Hold on. Fuck. 14? <laughs> God damn it. You fall down. It was 16 was the same. Dude, it was better than the first one. I had an actual one the first time. Oh, yeah, definitely. So you fall. You don't quite... You're not quite knocked prone, but you are on your knee. So... And it hurt, so you take... Two points of bludgeoning damage. I'm immune to bludgeoning. You are? Yes. I also oh. just realized that and forgot. Oh. Well, good thing no bludgeoning hits you this round, this this combat. So. It did before, but then I realized I, I didn't check that. Well, no. You didn't get hit this round, if I'm not mistaken. The yes. last, in the, in the first time, he did a bludgeoning damage, the, the tentacle creature. Is that because you're in a werewolf form that you're immune, or? Uh, rage. Oh, okay. I thought it only gave you resist. All right. Um. So do I still take the two? No, or? you don't take the two points. You're immune to bludgeoning. No. Oh, so. sweet. Um, with for, that being said, Darnum. For the, now, for the last attack, I give him an advantage since he's prone. Yep. It's either going to be... A 15 plus 9, or... It's a 15 plus 9. Oh, so that's going to be... 24, so you're good. Da -da. Dice again. 
folks, everybody. Seven, roll after roll nine, after roll and dice. 10, 11, 15. I'm going to take that by half one more time. So I'll take another seven points of damage, and I have my fourth charge. He's going to activate a legendary action. You don't want to do that, do you? As he does this, you see the Narod inside just starts laughing maniacally. And as he does so, he just dies down. And then you just see a timer appear on the automaton. And it begins counting down from 15 minutes and is now slowly beginning down, counting down. Uh, uh, hold on. I'll give you guys a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Now, where did Narod go? Narod? Technically, that's not the real Narod in there either. Yeah, no, no Darren said he, Yeah, Remember, Darren said he wasn't real. Motherfucker. Timer. And 15 minutes, I said, right, gentlemen? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, so 15 minutes of real time. Before, yeah, before this thing. I'll give you I'll give you guys like a couple seconds head start. Um the combat is now over. The two massive doors that this thing came out of are still open. I'm going to just bolt ahead. Now wait. Doors. Hold on. Is Mirathol still under the effect? Mirathol still mm-hmm. under the effect, but combat is technically you could say soft combat. Technically Mirathol you are right. anti-party. Can I uh mm-hmm. since we're down, I want to use the breaker ability on him. The break ability? Yes. Go ahead. Oh, shit. Do I roll for it? I've used it a couple of times. I don't think I rolled, but let me check. You know what? Give me a D100. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, there's some type of roll because I don't have it in the sheet. On. It depends on what you use in the on. Actually, both of you roll a D100, Mirthal and Valak. Okay. What is this? Uh, 71? Okay. Oh, <laughs> seventy-five. Oh, Mirthal, in your ear, as Valak extends his hand forward, to, uh, his arm, or rather, his hand out to you. Nothing seems to happen. No glowing of the runes, but in your ear, you just hear, "I trained you far better than that little lamb." Hearing that, the runes and all my money line up. Give me a Constitution saving throw with advantage. Now they're going to be a 13. With advantage? Yeah, I only have a plus two modifier. God damn it. (laughs) You are still under the effects of the Cordyceps, essentially. Uh, Valak, as you try to break it, it does not do anything to him. He's still in his... And did Darnum run off? Darnum, you ran off, right? Yeah, I saw. I was, no. I saw, I was... Here's my question for you. I'm anting Parnies. Yes. But that's me having fights in it left, right? No. Okay. I'm out of here. Okay. Where are you bounding to? Astro's house. Astro's house. Oh, okay. Um, You bound to Astro's house. Valak, you see Mirthal one minute there and gone the next. What are you doing? And this timer is now going. It says 15 minutes, 14 and 30, 14 minutes and 30 seconds left. And you saw Darnum dart past those large, massive doors that this thing came out of. Uh, uh, Valak is he's he's gonna get on fours and um start running. After Darnum? Yeah, uh, you assuming I'm running, so you assume what to do next. <laughs> like we out. Okay, so you're chasing after Darnum. You guys are running side by side, and you come across what looks like a room. 
and in this room is what looks like a desiccated husk hooked up to a series of machines. Darnum, as you have your eyes of creation on, I'm, I'm assuming? Yeah, I'll, I'll bant along, because I don't know what's going to be there, so i got to make sure. Cons- Unlike before, where you see the strange autonomous slash biological components mixed together, this... The reading you're getting is of, like, a void, almost like a disturbance, kind of like, like what you see when you see the distortions of a bevelo. Right. Of this... this desiccated husk hooked up to this like life support Dr. Narod there's no response I'll turn it off does the, does uh, I'll turn off the eyes of, like the eyes of creation for this and just look this guy over does he look like well I would say like uh, like anything remotely resembling the Dr. Narod we've seen already Give me a perception roll with Ooh. advantage okay oh, okay Alec, what are you doing while he does this that. He's sniffing him. Oh, thank Jesus. Okay. Yeah. 18. Perception roll with advantage as well. Uh, 18. He's 18. Trying to see if it's some creep. Oh, gee, that sucked. Uh, <laughs> 11. <laughs> Darnum, your senses don't lie to you. Valak, it's a little confusing because you never really smelled Narad that much. You had one encounter with him in the past, and it was for just a brief moment. But there's no denying it, Darnum. This thing is... Narad and it is dying. I'm gonna just slowly walk up to this. It's, it's like in a bed, right? It's yeah. It's it's a withered husk. It it almost seems like it doesn't even know you're there because its eyes aren't open. Oh, okay. So I'm just gonna, as as I'm walking up to it, the fact that I'm so angry right now is, makes this all the more disappointing. And the only thing I get to regret now is I only get to do this once. I'm just going to put my hand on his chest and then cave it in. As you do so, you cave in the chest and the body just pops into tiny little motes of light. And the motes of light just float up into the air. And then you just hear the flatlining of the life support and the uh, cardiogram. As the body of Dr. Lysander Narad just floats, not the body, but rather the light that comprised it just floats up. And is no more. Uh, you see 11 minutes and 29 seconds. Ahead of you looks like a cylindrical, uh, an open cylindrical container. And if you look up, you see there's like a long shaft that goes up. And there are two buttons. One with a triangle pointing up and a triangle pointing down. But, yeah. Up and down. Valak. Ele- this, this is an elevator. Go. All right. So Valak uh, starts uh, running up. Okay. Where will so, Valak starts running up? So you guys both enter this elevator, and I'm assuming you press the up button? Yes. Mm-hmm. You guys beam up. It just takes a couple – it takes a matter of seconds going in real time all the way up, and it opens, and it's literally right to the gatehouse, that front gatehouse that you saw when you first uh, arrived at the estate. And with that, we will be cutting to Mirthal. Mirthal, you teleport to Aster's house. Where in Aster's house are you, by the way? Uh, right in front of the entrance where I know I'm going to go. Okay. So what are you doing? The door is open for you. The house knows you and accepts you as someone to enter and permit. I enter and I'm going to look for the library for something to try and get rid this. As you enter the library, you see Kalina there. She looks at you. Oh, my Lord, you're a dreadful thing. Here, here, lie down, lie down. 
Uh, am I feeling hot towards her, or am I okay? She doesn't seem to be aggressing towards you, so I would say let you choose to do what you want. All right, I'll hold me. You go down. You lay down on the couch, or the sofa, rather, and she rests a hand on you, and then she starts drawing patterns all over your chest, along the lovium, the red lovium armor, and this bright light just fills your body. And then, bit by bit, the cordyceps just fall off. And you return to normal. Thank you. You're welcome. Where are your companions? It's did something happen? Oh, shit. I don't know. Wait. Bound. And then you you bound out. She's like, you don't see this. She's like, damn it. And then you're gone. Where are you bounding to? <laughs> uh, back to the ship. Back to the ship. You bound to the ship. Yeah. You don't see any. And that's my last bound. Okay. <laughs> you're bounded onto the ship, but yet. You don't see anyone around. Mirthal, uh, not Mirthal, sorry. We'll go to Valak and Darnum. Uh, what are you guys doing? Just make a, I'll make, make a, wait, do we know where Cliff is? Cliff is out somewhere in the forest. Okay, well, well since yeah. we don't have an exact location, we're going to make a break for the forest. Okay. And then once I, once we get, I'll say we get deep enough in, we'll fire a flare. Well, okay. I'll fire a flare, if anything. Okay, no problem. Um, Give me a D100 roll, both of you. Uh, okay. Thirty-eight. Uh, fifty-nine. Fifty-nine. While, uh, Darnum, while you're running and you're pulling out the flare, you actually trip over something. You hear something like, ow, you son of a bitch. And he gets up. Oh, damn it. Never been railroaded by a freaking stoneborn before. God, watch where you're going. Oh. Oh. And then you take out the flare and shoot it up in the air. You see the bright red light just fill the sky. And then just a few minutes later... You just see just clouds part as the blue mask fills the air uh, sky above, and then lets down the rope ladder as before. All right, everybody up, go, 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 go! And I just make sure that just just you and I, by the way, and Cliff, <laughs> and Cliff, yeah. Oh. Val, Val just and you hear, telling you them hear both in the to distance. Go. You hear in the distance. Australia's so is like, wait for me. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and as Valak is climbing up, uh, Australia's was right underneath you, and he's like scurrying up. And he's, he's like, he's like, come on, hurry up, hurry up. He's thinking, I'm about to cut the rope with my claw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leap the way forward, the rest. Okay, so you guys go up. You manage to make it up top the deck. Seven and a half minutes go by. And then in the distance, you just see... <laughs> as the entire estate just erupts in a massive explosion... And just caves in on itself, leaving nothing behind but just rubble and debris. And with that, we will call it a night. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Eternal Champions. I've been your host and shaper, Michael DeLeon. Joining me today, we had Ernie playing the champion Mirthal. Thank you all for listening. Have a great night, and Arnim, thank you for stunning me. I need more than kill anybody. <laughs> I'm glad. If only everyone was happy, I could punch him in the throat like that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? Playing the champion of Valak, our very own Supreme Master Giga Chad, also known as JB. Hey, well, hope you have guys a good night. It was a very morbid time. So... <laughs> and and it, it was a good adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least... 
playing our champion Darnum, our own very our very own Vash. Uh, have a good night, everybody. Hope you're satisfied with that as I was. I would say I'm. I would say I'm glad he's dead. I'm only sad I didn't get to kill him more than once. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you killed his doppel- doppelganger. Technically, uh, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, I guess that counts. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't trying to get the sound and one of them. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and that makes you feel any better. Well, I do hope you enjoyed. And if you did enjoy what you were listening to, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Neon Knights Productions and at Neon Knights FM uh, to stay up to date with all things Neon Knights related. So, until next time, stay golden. Stay golden.